Welcome everyone to Mog Talk. If you guys are unfamiliar with Mog Talk, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy XIV community discussing everything from Savage Rating to uh, Chuck Boy Racing. And today we're going to be talking about DJing in Final Fantasy XIV. And of course, we're bringing on some amazing community members to discuss that who are in the DJ scene for Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, before we get too much further, I want you guys to introduce yourself. So it's just, you know, not me talking, a whole bunch of people just kind of looking at the screen and they're like, who the fuck are these people? But. You know, whatever. <laughs> we'll start with you, Swage, if you don't mind. Tell everybody who you are. What is up? What is up, my friends? My name is Swage, your lewd, rude, and crude catboy, uncouth, and Eorzea's favorite floor tank. <laughs> We're getting down here on Mog Talk with the man Frosty. Mog Talk and DJ Yams and DJ Potate. Pumped to be here. Mog Talk, thank you for having me today. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> There it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, yeah, you want to go? There it is. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are live into the mix with the Doctor of the Ones and Twos, the One Man Pharmacy, New Jersey's own DJ Yams here at Mog Talk with Swage, with DJ Pote. Friends, welcome. It's good to see you. I hope you're all feeling good. Happy Saturday. Happy Halloween weekend. Mog Talk, thank you for having me, my friend. Thank you for having us. I'm going to change my goddamn name. I swear I am. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Uh, all right, potato. Hello, I'm potato. I'm the gay potato. How are you? Let's Good. Go. <laughs> Nothing fancy. That's it. That's it. Oh come on now. Uh, potato's amazing. I I, I think. Uh, <laughs> but when I started doing the show, potato was the first stream I saw where I was like, man, I really need to do this show. Uh, yeah. So. Oh my god. This is kind of happening just because of her. So. <laughs> you guys let's go potate yeah oh man you know i feel i feel of all the lights and everything that's going on in your backgrounds though i should be having like dj music in the background right now <laughs> to kind of support right. that you guys have some They're really sound are they really oh my mm -hmm. god <laughs> is it really <laughs> is that they me talking or is that you talking it's me talking. It. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, so every time I talk, it goes. Off. Yeah. Now they they sync up to the beats. It's crazy. That is wild. That is going it's to drive so me crazy. All right, no, that's uh -huh. fine. I, I can turn them off. No, I, I sure. want them on. Like I want them on. It's just like I wasn't even thinking about that, but now I'm going to be thinking about it every time I say something. There's colors that correlate with what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's so good. It's so good. And yams, your background here kind of reminds me of like. Man, back in the days, uh, going to my friend's house, and I'm like, yeah, I, uh, you know what? It's legal now. It's legal now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have I have like a couple black lights, uh, a strobe. I've got like bats and stuff, some blackout posters. You know, so yeah, that's it all just adds to the effect. Dude, that's amazing, man. Uh, <laughs> all right, you know. and then. Potato, I was actually kind of thinking you'd have your Halloween set up, but you know what? This is just as good. No, no. The no. Halloween set up, not gay enough. <laughs> That's fair. More pink. Let's go. You got an angry teddy bear instead. That works out great. Mm -hmm. Is that like, so for all of your setups, do you always have like one additional like kind of minion character of some sort? No? Not always. My I think my model maker is actually in your chat. It's Trendy Tato. She just uh, makes funny stuff. Uh, some of them now have like little like objects like I have like a cat and a Halloween bucket and a ghost and the bear but no not not, not all of them man 
I could go on this just talking about your setups like all day, but I'm going to avoid <laughs> it here. Uh, uh, Yams actually is in the middle of two different sets, so <laughs> we're going to try to go ahead and jump into this in about an hour, so he'll pop off, but that is crazy. So just, just to get on that for like half a second here, how many sets do you guys do? And I'll start with Yams. Like, What's your average week look like? Uh, so I, I do a set every day. Uh, I try to be booked every single day. Um, and maybe probably like weekdays between two or three sets, Monday, Monday to Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm looking at at least four, maybe even five. Um, and a set could be maybe at, you know, an hour and a half to two hours. I, I try to stick between 90 minutes and two hours as to like, not burn myself out so i'll do like a two-hour set take an hour break another two-hour set another hour break uh and up until maybe like 6 a.m in the morning you know and this is to, all just, just stream about... like in final fantasy 14 yeah so it'll wow. be so like if i have like let's say i have like an evening set um what i'll do is i'll i'll wake up and i'll stream the content uh and i'll do like an msq stream um or since finishing Endwalker, uh, I've been getting into like the professions. So I picked up fishing uh, like two weeks ago, and I did like an eight-hour fishing stream, just leveling from one to ninety, just grinding it out, grinding it out, grinding it out, trying to catch like the rare fish. And then later on that night, I had uh, a set, a DJ set. So I'd be like, "All right, friends, pack up your fishing rods. <laughs> We're gonna go DJ." <laughs> but I mean, uh, it's every day, every day, every single day. Oh my goodness, dude. Yeah. Uh, Swage, I don't know why I'm going to fuck up your name at some point. <laughs> Potato, you guys, uh, are you about the same? Yeah, I'd say probably uh, probably the same. Sometimes, um, some Fridays, uh, I'll do as many as eight. Uh, if I'm doing material, like uh, I think a couple of Fridays ago, I did Materia, Elemental, Chaos, Light, Crystal, ether, primal, primal. I think that's seven or eight. Um, but yeah, then it'll be like different time zones. So I'll be waking up at you know five a.m. for materia, and then you now take a quick nap, do elemental, another nap, and then the European data centers, and then maybe another nap, and then do North America. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun. I like doing the uh, like doing the different. Um, uh, different time zones it's 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 a trip it's Dude. like you're going around the world just like in a single day yeah yeah holy crap man all right potato <laughs> i i don't think i'm as intense but i'm five to six days a week one show a night every night i'm doing at least and then fridays and saturdays is two to three shows usually back to back and uh, thursday sometimes i'll do two to three but like my two my wednesdays and Tuesdays are usually like my light days. And then Monday is where I try to take Monday off. But sometimes that doesn't happen. Because wow. I don't say no. Hustling, <laughs> let's go. Man, you guys yeah. work. I mean, is that like the average DJ life? Would you say if you were speaking for a lot of the other DJs out there, they kind of do the same hustle that with all those hours? Or are they like, uh, are you guys probably on the top end? It's... Uh... I mean, I mean, I think you guys you know, are at the limit. <laughs> I don't know how yeah, you could do more. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's every day. It's every day, especially like on the weekends. You know, 
uh, like we were saying earlier, you you look on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday yeah. at the Final Fantasy fourteen channel, and it's it's just especially like prime time. We're talking like eight p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's just it's just all DJ streams. So I mean, yeah, the hustle is there. The hustle is there, and uh, I mean, there's there's everybody's out there just grinding, just grinding, trying to throw down some gnarly parties. So yeah, it's it's wild. It is wild. Yeah, yeah, all kinds of grinding, right? For yeah, yeah those those are some <laughs> intense clubs. It's nuts. Uh, I don't I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, I, I think they are as well. But we're, we're like booked through to December. Like I'm getting January, yeah. like February stuff. Hey, just a small now. note. I might need to book you guys for some of you guys if you want to in January at in. some point. I just want to let Let's you know. It. Let's do it. Get us I'm in. Down. Lock us in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Get on it ASAP. Because uh, I was Let's thinking go. about getting some like stuff. It'd be like really, really weird hours, but it sounds like you guys do all kinds of hours. Uh, but like the world race, I was thinking about trying to get some like, there's going to be slow points in there and bringing some people yeah. in and just kind of DJ that. Oh, man. Uh, that would be uh, gnarly. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. But anyways, that being said, <laughs> let's get into a couple more things here i want to know how long you guys have been doing dj work and so not i guess both in game and out of game how long in game really uh first and maybe any history on how long you've been doing outside the game as well i'll let whoever I've start been, i have <laughs> been uh so i've been djing and streaming final fantasy since last september um and it's um it was actually like you know, um, me, you know, me seeing uh, uh, another DJ perform in game that like kind of was like, wait, hang on. Like there's this is a thing, you know, because I came from WoW. You know, I'm a WoW refugee um, and I and I started last September. So right when Shadowlands, I think, was in its first rating of uh, its first tier of rating. And so my WoW, my WoW guild was just slowly just coming on over to Final Fantasy, coming on over to Final Fantasy. And they were like, yo, Yams, you got to come over to Final Fantasy. This is where it's at. This is your community. Like, you love it here. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I don't know, man. This isn't for me. And so, you know, push came to shove. They're like, it's free. They, they, they hit me with the whole, you know, the, the meme, you know, the critically acclaimed hit MMORPG with expanded free trial. They hit me with all that. And I was like, all right, fine, fine, fine. And I downloaded the free trial. The very next day, uh, we went to, you know, uh, we went to a party and you know it was wild i was like wait what even is this like this is this is crazy they gave me a twitch link they were like tune into this and i was like wait hang on so there's a dude playing music and we're all here dancing and and to to his music i was like okay this looks like something that i could like get into so yeah like a few days later i i purchased a controller dj controller and pretty much just kind of like learned on the go just taught wow. myself watched a bunch of youtube videos how to and i mean in the beginning i was trash i was i was garbage but i just kept you know just kept you know giving a crack at it and then little by little i kind of you know found uh you know found my got my groove but yeah since september you know i i will i will gloat that when i was like in my teenage years i played a little shitty overhead spaceship game that had a little radio <laughs> night and i did a little radio night host every once in a while and played music on it yeah, I definitely wasn't a DJ. I hit like play on Winamp. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. That's about it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, no. All right, that, that's interesting. So DJing came to you through playing the game. Like it wasn't through something playing you had... the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, through playing the game. Yeah. 
Potato, what about you? I'm like almost the exact same story as EMs. I saw another DJ playing. Well, okay, so I was so one of my FC members at the time. I came from the WoW like refugees, like when you know all the the WoW nerds were like through Blizzard, and I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm down. And so I came to Final Fantasy, and I played, and I got finished with Shadowbringers, and I started doing um, Eden. So I started raiding there, and then all of a sudden, someone was like, yo, we should go to a club one night. And I was like, what do you mean? What's a club? There's clubs in this game? <laughs> and so we go to this club, and there's this DJ playing, and they like, yo, check this Twitch link. And I'm like, yo, they, these are bangers. These are all so good. These, this is, And I literally went on Twitch every night looking for their Twitch link, being like, when are you going to be live again? When are you going to be live again? And I went to clubs <laughs> for two weeks straight, and then I hit the DJ up, and I was like, uh, okay, how do I do this? And they're like, yeah, you just need some DJ software and you can just good to go. And so I just got some DJ software. I did not even have a deck. I was mixing with keyboard and mouse. It was horrible. It was really, 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 really bad. And then I got a controller. Uh, actually, uh, another DJ who's not around, Sabina, or the, I haven't seen them around in a while. They, they actually gave me this controller. I was on their stream one night and they sent it to me. So the super shout out to them for that. Um, and then I just started learning how to use the controller and that, then, yeah. Now I now now I scratch. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Nice, nice. All right, Swage. So I've been DJing and producing electronic music for almost fifteen years, and um, before uh, before Final Fantasy fourteen, I was touring live. I was doing like over a hundred live shows a year. Jeez, uh, going around the country, uh, international. Uh, and then the pandemic hit, and I was like, oh, shit, and everything got canceled. I was like, fuck. So um, I thought it was all over, but um, yeah, I just kept working on music. Um, did a little bit of Twitch stuff, but not really. Um, and then started, uh, and then, you know, got into Final Fantasy fourteen, and um, uh, I was playing that one day, and then I ended up going to... Uh, someone's like, yeah, well, let's go to a let's go to a club or this event, and it was LunarCon 2021, and yeah. Razorwire was playing, uh, who's like the OG who like got like this whole scene kicked off, and um, and I'm in his stream, and I'm like, oh, this is crazy, like these are like parties in this game, this is wild, uh, and then I'm watching the stream, and he drops one of my tracks, I was like, wait, I go, I'm like, oh, I know this song, he goes, wait, wait, do you play this game? Like, holy shit. So we fucking, um, we ended up linking up and he got me started uh, DJing at, my first set was Eternal Nightclub on Primal, September 10th of last year. Uh, first it was like a fun hobby, but then, um, you know, I was, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun to be able to play like my original music on stream and kind of share that when at a time, you know, there was no way to do that because all the shows had been canceled IRL. So I was like, wait, this is awesome. So I started doing that, and then, uh, you know, slowly but surely, it became like a full-time gig, and uh, yeah, I've just been been loving every minute of it. And it's just been a, it's been a crazy journey, but yeah, no, I've been uh, it's uh, been doing, it, doing it for a long, long time, but only streaming for a little over a year now. Wow! So you guys are kind of like the inverse here. <laughs> you have like a huge, <laughs> right. like in the scene DJ music production background came in and started getting into the scene. And both Yams and Potate started with the Final Fantasy XIV scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, I mean, Abs- like... Absolutely wild. It's so weird that an MMO is a platform that could do things like this, right? For sure. Yes, well, for sure. It's a trip. It is a trip. Like, man. You were talking about the uh, the person who kind of originally started the scene. I remember a long time. Do you guys know who... Uh, I don't... 
I don't know if this is a familiar name at all. It's just something that occurred in my memory here. DJ Blue. DJ yeah. Blue, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I remember seeing his stream a while back, a long time. And that was the first time I saw like a DJ stream in Final Fantasy fourteen, And it just blew my mind. I couldn't even understand that this was something that was a scene and successful. Uh, and then after that, like it just started, I started seeing more and more and more. When did the scene really actually start and evolve? Do you guys know? Hmm. I, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Maybe I'd say, I mean, I'd say it, it started picking up. It probably started, I would say, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, Potato Switch, but I'd, I'd say that it probably started picking up like this year. Like, yeah, I had maybe January because I remember, um, yeah, it, it was like after New Year's that, you know, after there were so many, so many parties going on for New Year's Day. Once and Q then, died. say what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once Q Walker Once Q Walker died down. Oh, died down oh, my God. Once, once the 4,000 person queue stopped, then it was like, oh, wait, hang on. All right. Did you guys you know. also do the queue shows? Like, am I the only one who, like, I remember being in the login yeah. queues, streaming the login queue, being like, yep, let's go, Q Walker. Mm -hmm. One oh, yeah. of the first times that I had to play on on Ether, I had to transfer over to Ether. I was going from Crystal to Ether, um, and I was stuck in queue. The queue was like four thousand people, oh, my and God. and like I yeah, and then I, I just did my set right there on the on the loading screen, and uh, I it was it was wild, it was wild. And then like finally, like five minutes before my set ends, then that's when the queue pops and. You know, I finally make it to the venue, but I mean, I'd say after Q Walker, once, once people like finish the Endwalker MSQ, then I'd say that's probably when it was like, that's when it started to pick up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you said like probably a little bit before the expansion even came out, it started to kind of at least take place, get root. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah for definitely. sure. It'd been, uh, you know, at least since, I mean, the earliest I had seen it was like, you know things popping up uh in like spring of last year i would say mm -hmm. there was there was some stuff that started to, you know take root but i think i think it goes back even further you know like yeah. um yeah with like blue razor wires i know um, sly uh i know he does like a lot of other streams and everything else but he also was going to uh one of his venues as well and playing music for them for a while but i don't think there was like a huge dj scene it was just like starting out and uh just kind of testing the water with it um but i mean like it's a that's kind of a different scenario as you guys are like hardcore all the time dj <laughs> uh, every day man even even if you're djing like just maybe sweet you have a little bit of insight into this even djing like outside of final fantasy 14 it's not like an everyday thing right well i mean and it's it can be if you're doing like um you know like a run of shows like uh, i did a tour i was on with uh, like nightmare and we did i think the longest run was like five shows in five days but it won't be like multiple shows in a day like i was showing my old agent um my schedule and he's like this is the craziest thing i've ever seen you play, like, <laughs> <laughs> you play six shows in a day this is like nightmare fuel for me like who like <laughs> i'm like yeah i'll do two hours here i go to this next venue and do two hours there and then like you know, -da -da -da, and he's like, "This is like you're. This is like a crazy person. Like, who who would want to do this? Like, from an agent perspective, because that's what they do is they'll route shows for you know DJs. 
um, or artists or whoever, but it won't, it'll be like one show a day. And then, you know, you figure out the next, um, the next move to, you know, another city, uh, whether it's flights, whether it's a tour bus, uh, mm-hmm. and all those, like, um, all the logistics of that, but like, you know, because it's, there's not as much, you know, um, there's not as much that like they would have to do in the sense that we're doing in final fantasy. It's just like moving to the next venue, yeah. but it's still like, it's just like that, that schedule of showing is like, that's fucking crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's unique for sure with, uh, with final fantasy. I don't think there's a place uh, else on the internet or IRL that has this kind of like vibe. I mean, that's a great question too, because yeah, you said you came from wow and everything. And I mean, I played wow back in the day, and I fell off around Wad, right? We're losing Draenor, mm-hmm. and I, I just like couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> it's just yeah. it was done. Yeah. Uh, but like the uh, there, there's role playing scenes and everything else over there, but there's not this. Right. Yeah. No. There's no. I, like even I, I would say probably like the closest thing to like a party in WoW would be. Do you remember the the auction house yeah. uh, dance parties that would happen like once a year? I remember even the mailbox still, be... dancing. I don't know about yeah, the auction man. Houses. <laughs> dancing on mailboxes. <laughs> yeah. But like as far as like bringing people together to party, and I think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's housing. There's housing in Final Fantasy. There's so you can go and you can make these clubs. Whereas like in WoW, it doesn't have any housing. So you know, you <laughs> well, to, you had little forts. You know, <laughs> you had the the garrison. Yeah. Garrison. Oh my god. Oh man. But uh, I think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we have that we have housing, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you can make these elaborate clubs, you know, themed however you want. Um, so yeah, Just customize these houses. Like, there's so many unique yeah. takes uh, that people nuts. go through with these houses. Like, you know, the thing I've been the most like mind blown about. Like, every there's always something new that I'm like, oh my god, this is wild. Like, um, the penthouse, like that whole um, yeah, those those builds where it looks like like a party in like Beverly Hills or something like, like it looks like Jay-Z's mansion, like built in <laughs> the house. I'm like, this is like, what's like, Jesus. Yeah. And now like, Yo. I'm seeing more of those kind of builds happening. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Big shout new. out to like the clubs and the people who work on the venues and work in the venues. I know oh, like yeah. we're the DJs here, but like the clubs, like without the clubs and the people who work those venues and the bartenders and the bouncers and the and the managers and you know, all those people that that do that and the builders, like designers, house designers, that's a real that's a job in the game that people literally will pay you Gil to design their club and those people like that's like I'd say we're like what, thirty, forty percent of the equation. I don't know, not not a bit there the majority of the equation, honestly. Yeah. So, <laughs> that is actually they, a really good point. Work really hard they're they're awesome yeah. yeah you guys i guess would be like the inlay not the in layer but there's probably more layers after right <laughs> at some point yeah. but you're like one of the the top layers to this uh i've had shows on housing too and stuff that the housing community does is insane and yeah. like oh, it is real. crazy what they can do and it's oh man it's all because of like the ways that they can m- manipulate objects and make other objects look like different objects right and they can get yes. super creative and there's this whole world behind understanding how to be creative with a lack of you know i guess create uh, options to be creative right you're, you're with limited resources uh yeah being creative with li- limited resources that's what i'm trying to say uh yeah yeah and so they do a lot of really amazing things and every time like a new furniture item comes out that whole house of community is like all right how am i going to use this <laughs> right, what can i do with this <laughs> 
uh, it's wild. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like some of these designs, it's like really impressive. I'm like I could never do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then not only that, the, the clubs, they, they need to like go out there and they need to make it an interesting place to be and have different people role playing in certain different ways or just creating that atmosphere and environment that people would want to go to every night. And then besides that, you need people who are interested in that, which is the Final Fantasy XIV community, which is uniquely, I don't say, one would say uniquely interested, but it seems like more prevalent here than other games where you want to go and be in an environment and community around people in these types of situations. You don't see that a lot in WoW. <laughs> you don't see it. That oh. could be because of housing too, right? But I think there's a different community, definitely, uh, aspect to it. Uh, you might see, I don't know if RuneScape has stuff like that because I think they got houses, right? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if... Uh, there's yeah. a couple other games that did like housing and stuff, but I don't think it's... It just doesn't fit yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. I mean, like, I know um, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls Online, I believe, also mm-hmm. has housing. Uh, but I've, you know, I've not heard of, of anybody DJing in there. Um, <laughs> you know, I know that, like, like VR chat, I, I know people, uh, have True. dabbled in, in VR chat and, and parties go down in there. Um, pretty wild, but you know, uh, I mean, just the other day I was, I was on GTRP trying to like, trying to like get my feet wet and see like, Hey, is there like a scene here? Can like, I start makes making something happen. But I, I think it's just the fact that, uh, Final Fantasy 14, like we're just a, a very big, um, RP focused community driven game. It's just so much easier to rile up a bunch of people and say, Hey, there's going to be this live DJ here throwing down some tracks come party and vibe out yeah man it feels like you know when you like make food and you have to put all the components in there cook it at the right temperature and do everything else i feel like that's what's happening here right everything's just in that right state to make it work Mm -hmm. uh that's crazy um so i i do want to ask uh this too because we have the three of you on here of course that is not the whole of the dj scene how big is the DJ scene? How many DJs do you think are out there, just from your perspective? There's at least maybe 500. <laughs> it's huge. 500. It's, it is huge. Well over 100 at this point. Really? Yeah. yeah well over 100. Exploded that, this year. It's slowly mm-hmm. rose. It went from like, like, like 50 to 100 to 200 to 300 to 600. It's yeah, up there. It might not be 600, but it's growing rapidly. Mm-hmm. There's, always, there's always new cats joining in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, always, I always love to see the, the scene expanding and getting bigger and more and having it be accessible uh, for so many people as a creative outlet. Yeah. Man. And I know you've all been in communication with each other before we came on this show. Uh, but how, how is the communication between other DJs? Is there like, oh, you guys communicate with other DJs a lot? Absolutely. I mean, you know, um, so like there's uh, there's like a couple teams, uh, a couple couple Twitch teams, uh, one of them being Hyperdrive, which was created by DJ Limit Break. Um, and that's kind of like where where we all mingle and can coordinate with one another. Um, so like, let's say you let's say you're booked, um, but then something pops up. The good thing about um, Hyperdrive or, or any other team based Discord um, you can say, Hey, you know, something popped up. Can somebody take my, uh, set, you know, who's looking for a gig and then you can just pass it off to, you know, somebody else. So yeah, we all like, you know, we all network, you know, with one another, uh, with, with one another. 
we all hang out in each other's streams. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely you know um, communication driven. Like we're always <laughs> mingling with one another. Um, sorry, Petate's I'm, avatar just went crazy for a second. Keep, I'm no, so sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> Keep going. But, uh, but yeah, you know, and then you know, I'm I'm pretty you know pretty pretty much every you know every every DJ has their own personal Discord to where you can find out you know how to book them, their schedule. Um, so yeah, it's it's all like you know we all mingle and and converse uh, uh, upon one another. I man, I have to I have to ask this too. And so since there's so many people out there, is there enough venues to actually DJ at for everybody to like? get into the scene or is there like are we hitting that point to where there's more djs than there are venues to be mm. able to play at see i think i think where we're at especially given the fact that now we have like data center travel i i'd say i'd say that there's pretty there pretty much should be uh a venue for for every every dj um because i mean you look at you look at the at the housing wards <laughs> um you go, you go into anybody's home, and there's most likely a, a DJ booth already, <laughs> you know, set up there just in case. Um, but okay. even still, I mean, like pop up parties, you know, pop up parties are are a big thing. That's that's how I got my start. You know, I would just do pop up parties at Costa del Sol um, until like you know venues started reaching out and saying, hey, like you know, we want to book you. Um, yep. But yeah, it's like pop-up parties are you know even if there are more DJs than venues, pop-up parties are always wild, are always fun and and a big success and a, and a great way to kind of get your foot in the door. I wonder how many people sure. are doing pop-up parties over in uh, Limna. Oh uh, my god, it, a couple. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's been a few. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. we, we took we took a party there uh, one night. Uh, and like we, I remember one time I brought like all of uh, this venue that I was playing. I'm like, let's let's go party in Limsa, and then we just take over a bench, and then like everyone's just going crazy. There's like tons and tons of people. I was like, oh my god, and like, yeah. and then I was like, all right, we're gonna do we're gonna do zoomies around the etherite, and people, like <laughs> uh, new players were like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what is this? <laughs> and uh, that's that's the funny thing when you see like people's reactions uh, when they first. Uh, enter the scene or they they discover this and they're like this is the craziest thing i've ever seen like what like there's like full-on raves and like festivals and just all kinds of stuff that like it's just mind-blowing like i'll even show people and they're like but they're like wait what these are all players i'm like yeah yeah these are all players they all just go to nightclubs and it's just yeah it's it's a trip it's a trip and you can't even really show the full like amount of people that are in the videos either, because you only have so many uh, characters that can fit on your screen before they start to disappear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's crazy to think about that. Yeah, yeah. You start walking around and you start having this like, or or just like I don't know what it. It's a circle. It's yeah, just a circle of people yeah. Yeah. loading in and then people loading out behind you. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So weird. Oh man, yeah. That yeah. that's. Good. The first show yams that you came to of mine was my pop up in Limsa where I played only memes in the yeah, Limsa Inn. Was, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was at the Aft Castle in Limsa Lominsa. And mm-hmm. you know, it was it was funny because Yams potate. And so uh, you know, my my FC, they were like they were like, Yo Yams, there's a DJ potate DJing in, in Limsa Lominsa. And I was like, Wait, what? 
what is this? There's another spud in Eorzea? How dare! And so we went we went over to uh, to Limsalominsa to the app castle where the inn is at. And uh, and then I was like, where the heck is this? I'm like looking for the DJ. I'm like, where the heck is DJ Pote? And I see this cute little Lala. I'm like, oh my God, let's go. And so, uh, so yeah, I hopped in a stream and I was like, DJ Potate, nice to meet you. I am DJ M's fellow Spud, and um, and then we hopped into we hopped into DJ Potate's Discord, um, into the voice chat after after her set, and and we've been friends ever since. Great friends. So yeah, I still remember that. But it was it was your papa party, and out just there in the middle of Limsalo Minsa, it was a lot of fun. The best. Yeah, yo, yo. So that's how you guys met. How did you guys meet Swage? <laughs> my oh. man's is my dearly beloved. <laughs> my man's is. No, my man's is. No, you. No, you. No. So, uh, Swage, how did we meet? How did we meet? Um, I remember, so first time I saw one of Yemi's streams, uh, I raided into him when he was playing at the Alley Cats. And I was like, wait, this guy's fucking awesome. Like, positive vibes like good energy like playing good music like it's chill and i was like i like this guy and then uh but we really the bromance was solidified when we discovered our mutual love for gg allen who uh may he rest may he rest in peace saint gg may he rest in peace. you're gonna have to explain that to me because i feel like a uh ignorant asshole here <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what isn't there Playing about G.G. Allen. We could go on for days. <laughs> uh, he, was a, he was a lyrical wordsmith, uh, a, man, uh, a humble, <laughs> subtle punk rock singer who, who died in the 90s. But uh, yeah, okay. you'll, you'll have to look him up. I'll, I'll look him uh, up. I'll say that, I'll say yeah. that for now. But, uh, <laughs> but just, we just kept the bromance going, and then uh, we got eternally bonded on um, uh, August 9th. Yeah, then, on August 9th, yeah. And then we met IRL uh, for TwitchCon. He came to LAX. I picked him up from LAX. We got burgers. We I took him into the studio, recorded him on some vocals, yamming it up. Got some gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gonna, gonna feature this cat on some tracks coming up soon. It was wild. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then we did TwitchCon, and it's uh, been a trip with my mainses. With my mainses. My dearly beloved. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we, we, uh, because like for the longest time, for the longest time, you know, like people in, in both my chat and Swage's chat will be like, yo, you know, once you guys get married already, you know? So then one day we were just like, you know what? Let's get married. So, so, uh, so my character, Dr. Yamzet, she's a bun girl, um, uh, got married with, uh, with, with Swage's cat girl swage and uh it was a dope wedding it was a dope wedding eternal eternally bonded um it was very very lewd um the concierge <laughs> the concierge that that's always like hanging out like at the, at the, at the, at the yeah maribel clarabel one that's always hanging out at the sanctum of 12 we we twerked on her we did the we spammed a whole bunch of eastern stretches and we just twerked on clarabel but yeah mm -hmm. it was uh it was a wild 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 time it was a wild time and then we dj'd that very same night mm -hmm. back to back Okay. Yeah, we did. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm assuming Potate and Swage, you, you guys is meeting each other would be a little bit uh, more mild than that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was just like in in Swage's chat, just being annoying. <laughs> oh, you're the best, Potate. Yeah. You're the best, bud. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Aorzia's best, bud. No, that's DJ oh, Potate right there. 
No, Pote was always, always, always good energy. And I'd always, uh, uh, yeah, because I'd, I'd see her around and I'd be like, yo, like, check out their streams, pull up. And, uh, and yeah, no, Pote's always been like just such a great friend, good energy. Um, and I just, yeah, always, and, and always pumped to uh, play shows with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So you guys actually play shows together at the same time? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So, like, it's... like so there'll be like lineups. Like, uh, we're all residents at Eluded Ecstasy uh, mm-hmm. on Crystal. So sometimes it'll be like me, then Yams, then Potate. So, like, one of us will open the night, we'll raid into the next one, they'll raid into the next one. And um, that's okay. uh, that's how a lot of it will work. So, we'll, we, we play a lot of shows together, the three of us. So, would you say a lot of shows are multiple DJs and not just one DJ doing a whole night? For the most part, yeah. For the most yeah. part, they'll they'll um, usually like a venue. What I've noticed, like venue will stay open for like six hours, and then you have three DJs doing uh, two hour sets each. Um, you know, so you have your opener, your mid, and then you know your ender. Then usually, like the ender has like an open ended slot where they can just play as long as they want, or just raid into somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it's uh, it's a multiple it's a multiple DJ uh, evening. So you you know you get like a uh, it's a, you get a taste of <laughs> yeah you know, everybody's yeah. different styles, different flavors. You know, it's it's similar to how it'll work in um, you know like like live shows. You know, there'll be you know openers um, and then just it goes throughout the night, just like different DJs. And it, it is crazy the similarities that I'll see. Um, Mm-hmm. IRL shows and like in-game shows. <laughs> so That's I gotta switch. Are you? Would you ever? Uh, I'm not saying would you ever do it because of course you do a live show again. But if you had a chance of doing a whole bunch of live shows or doing a whole bunch of Final Fantasy 14 shows, where would your preference lie? Uh, I do. I've been really enjoying streaming. Um, I do. Uh, I, I I'll take I'll take live shows. I did. I played EDC Vegas. Uh, this past year wow. was the last live show I played, and then I had some stuff in the summer lined up. But then my kids were born uh, like seven weeks early, so I was like, "Okay, that's not happening." Um, and now I'm just like, you know, I'm sitting on a bunch of music. I'm trying to put that out and then do live shows again. Um, mm-hmm. So probably sometime in the next year. But what I like most about streaming as well is like how convenient it is. I can be close to my kids, close to my family, um, mm-hmm. help out with them because you know the the twins, the brothers uncouth, they are. Uh, you know, they're a lot of work, so I do like the convenience of being able to, you know, play music and play Final Fantasy mm-hmm. while at the same time being close to my kids and help out, you know, however I can. Gotcha. Yeah, it's super convenient. Uh, 100%. This is like the, I, I would say if you had a choice, it opens up the venue to so many people who wouldn't be even able to do live venues, right? And so, yeah. like, it's just a really great space to be in. Uh, it's still so crazy to me that it evolved out of Final Fantasy XIV, an MMO about going into this fantasy world and raiding and, uh, you know, going through the story, this grand RPG story. Uh, it's wild. I mean, in uh, in a game with cat girls and flying whales, friendships fly. can be formed yeah. and made, and uh, <laughs> it, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. We can all come together and and you know I mean I was able I was able to 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 meet my dear friend Swage through Final Fantasy through through DJing so it's it's bonkers <laughs> just it's just one more avenue of this of this great game that uh, 
that memories can be made and friendships can be uh, can be crafted. Crazy. You know, so I will talk about this, and this is a little bit of a, a different topic. You guys are all super positive, right? You're all like positive people, it seems like, at least. Maybe I'm uh, wrong. You're go. super toxic in a different environment. But yeah, positive, <laughs> positive environment here. Uh, but as like scenes grow like this and scenes get like a lot bigger, uh, you hit a point to where not everybody's going to be positive in that community, mm-hmm. right? Do you guys have any issues with that right now? Where you're you're having like any negative like people coming in and trying to uh, hurt? I mean, DJs in particular. I know players yeah. who can be shitty no matter what, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know other DJs. Is there any kind of issues with that, or is everybody just like? best friend fortunately fortunately no um i mean every fortunately no uh i haven't i haven't experienced any any craziness um you know every, every now and again like if you do like uh, an outside show you might get that one troll that you know kind of wants to like hang out on like a whale mount and block the camera but it's very 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 rare um but um i mean i would say um I mean, I'd say probably like the most heat that we ever saw was probably during the whole billboard thing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, billboard. Yeah. Pate, you're kind of at the center of that. So I feel like uh, I, I, not the center, you're involved enough, more than most of us. And so, so uh, maybe I mean, you want to talk about it. it. Yeah, I I tweeted I was I was happy. I thought I was like getting recognized for, you know, working hard. And I didn't really... Let, let me put it this way. I'm not big on G-Pose. I don't have any mods on my game except G-Shade, which we're allowed to have. Or I'm told we're allowed to have, so... Um, yeah, you, I don't, yeah, you don't do yeah. any mods. You're fine. I don't really know anything <laughs> about uh, picture editing either, and I I can't even speak on behalf of the picture that was used. I know people were upset about it. Uh, I just tweeted it out because I thought it was cool, and I really didn't like... I don't know. I didn't look at it and think, like, what the people who were upset about were thinking about, I guess. And I was just like, oh, this cool party, and it's on a billboard, and, like, my logo's there, and it's really cool, and I, like, worked really hard for this. Yay. Uh, the community was less than thrilled about it. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Just say, say I woke up to, uh, like, 300 messages on Twitter of people being really, really angry with me, and I did not know why. I did not make it. I did not put it up there or anything. I was just happy that I was on there and included. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about this. I start the shows now with a, a graphic of a billboard, <laughs> like with the guest <laughs> on there. And I, had, I, mean, I didn't even think about this until now, and so uh, that okay. there's a there's a billboard redeem on my stream now. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's um, go. Because this was like the venue kind of doing their thing, and they did some stuff that was the issue but you weren't in the know you're just like hey i'm gonna go dg dj at a venue right <laughs> that was it pretty much yeah. yeah and they always like ask for like venues and stuff will always ask for your like logos and stuff for advertising so you know you're, you know i don't think twice about being like hey here's my stuff you know advertise you know how you see fit mm-hmm. I, are and... you are you thinking about that now though like <laughs> if so someone... oh my what if someone asks for my logo? Yeah, yeah, I'm extremely protective of my stuff right now. Yes, I've yeah. there's been like multiple cases recently where people are like, "Yo, can I slap you?" And I'm like, "No, sorry, I'm so scared now." <laughs> oh, that's rough, man. Uh, it's it, it un- was really bad. Yeah, it's an unfortunate thing. Uh, like just getting. It sounds more like you got hit in a crossfire 
that it wasn't yeah. uh, and then the community wants the pitchforks come up i don't know if they have clear distinctions of about where they're aiming the pitchforks at right so they were trying to get me banned from the game and banned from twitch multiple people they they also um they came after the people who designed my logo like everyone got attacked like I, they just yeah it, 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 which was really not fun but I, it's, it's completely died down now though and mm -hmm. the press was literally the press um wrote about so i guess you know people discovered the stream and like when they I, I will say a lot of people that did come who were there just for the billboard controversy and then like saw the stream and were like yo this is really fun and had a really good time so i think that was the benefit that there were actually people who didn't know the anything negative about press the wasn't a horrible thing in this situation is what you're saying it actually panned out yeah i mean yeah because i mean like like i mean end of the day some dude put up a like a digital billboard that got taken down like less than 24 yeah. hours in advance nobody was like hurt by it no. the community's fine everyone's <laughs> just fine like the party was the biggest party in mmo history i think in terms of parties being thrown yams open for that game do you want to wild like... yeah no it, it was i mean it was the biggest crowd that that i have ever had in my stream it was uh 1600 people wow 16 yeah absolutely wild and uh yeah it was uh it was me and then D uh king and then potate and yeah it was it was a it was a gnarly party and um yeah Half i mean I, I, I couldn't even get yeah, in yeah there were people that were in queue for hours just to get the Baumung. wow it was bonkers <laughs> it was nuts jeez yeah. oh we well, got you got three minutes before you set <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, I got a mosey on out of here. Yo, mock talk. Okay. This was a lot of fun. This was yeah. a blasty blast. Thank you for having me uh yeah. be a part of this. Mm -hmm. Truly, this was uh this was really really cool. We'll have to we'll have to we'll have to uh kick it kick it back uh kick it again for 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 DJs in in Final Fantasy Part Two. But uh, no, this was this was a lot of fun. But I do unfortunately have to run. Yeah. Swage, potate, be safe out there. Mock talk. Thank you very very much for having me, my friend. Yeah. Adios, Bring chat. Take care, everybody. Yeah. So, Wah. so the cameras are gonna get messed up for a second. You can you can bounce, champs. It's fine. All right. <laughs> Take care, friends. Yeah. Mad love, yo. Yeah. Bye. I'm gonna fix the cams in a second. <laughs> Just hold on, guys. <laughs> but. Oh God. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I got this. You guys, you can keep going though. I mean, there's a, there's just so much to talk about with this. I just want to get yams on here because I mean he's a really good spirit, man. <laughs> He's a lot of fun to talk to, um, and man, there's just so much more with that billboard controversy and everything else. I mean, we, we kind of put that, that's like the, maybe the highlight of like the club scene and everything else that has happened in history that people that stands out right now. And it's sad that it's because of something negative. Uh, but I'm glad that actually did turn out to be something positive for you guys in some way, at least, even though it came with a lot of extra negativity, especially for you, potato. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's okay. I'm, no, I'm okay now. Okay. I was like, "What'd she do? Like, leave her alone." Fuck, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I hate seeing like negativity or like you know just people hating because they want to hate. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like, God, just let let people do their thing. You know, let people like live and. Mm -hmm. I just I don't know, but that's just part of the internet, I guess. Which is, yeah. You know, sucks, but you know, I think uh, yeah. No, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I wasn't involved in that i was just you know kind of a, like whoa this is crazy look at that mm -hmm. yeah yeah um <laughs> i mean but, and, uh, go ahead go ahead 
Oh, uh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, like, a lot of people, and I'm sure this might be something that was kind of similar to your situation, Potate, is people will get on board and kind of bandwagon and go for this whole cause and this whole thing, and then they don't realize all the, like, different pieces of it until it's fully played out. For example, I mean, we can look at the Bayonetta stuff, right? And that turned yep. out to be a whole <laughs> different scenario, yep. uh, you know, after some time has been put into it, everyone was able to say their piece. And uh, you got to be careful because <laughs> people yep. can be passionate. They'll see something and they're like, this is negative. This is horrible for a community. This is a bunch of just horrible ERPers coming and ruining Final Fantasy for us. And they're throwing up all this like data mine stuff. It's the worst thing in the world. I can't believe this. Everything that's involved with this, I hope it like burns, right? And then they don't really realize that's not what the whole situation was. It was really just a billboard. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't fully thought out. That was it. I think, I don't know, the bandwagon of the toxicity there was like, they tried to ruin my like actual IRL life over mm-hmm. like something that was removed. Like they, it was removed the minute the, the club saw negative comments about like me on my Twitter for it. Um, and like I don't know, I think people need to remember that like, <laughs> if you don't like something or you're upset with something, that's mm-hmm. fine. You have you're totally allowed to just be upset with something. But like, Twitch is my job, <laughs> and yeah. like coming after my that's like t- saying like, oh, I don't like this this ad you made. I'm gonna come after your livelihood. And I don't know. It, I just I didn't feel like that was necessary. That was a little extreme. Yeah, the bandwagoning got intense. Mm-hmm. That can happen with a lot of. Uh, it, it, I'll maybe you you know this, and this is kind of what you think about with it too. But a lot of that comes with envy and jealousy and stuff like that. Uh, and they feel better if they can take someone down because they they feel like, all right, well this person isn't you know having all this popularity <laughs> anymore. Uh, so I I'm not my my miserable life. <laughs> that I have is not, uh, you know, I'm not as envious anymore because I can bring this person down. Um, at least that's how I, I get some stuff like that every once in a while. Little old me with my my podcast and world race stuff. People give me shit sometimes, and I'm like, man, is this worth it? Then someone says something nice to me. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. That's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I get my compliment. Um. All right, so I'm still adjusting the, a few things on the screen. I got most of it figured out. We're doing live editing because I'm a super professional. Um, but that being said, let's let's talk about like, I guess this be. You said this is like your full time job and everything. Uh, so doing the stuff that you're doing right now can actually support your livelihood. You would say. Uh, um. Or yeah, enough. I, 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 so I yeah and I definitely would say it's enough. There are definitely months where I'm two weeks in, and you have like you know you go four or five days and you don't get like you like one sub, and you've been working, I don't know thirty forty hours so far that week already, and you're just like, oh man, mm. here comes a two dollar week. Oh yeah. And so that like you get really nervous sometimes, and then that like you you never know what day is gonna be that like that big hype train you get you know or that big like you're gonna have a moment but i guess that's for me it's still i'm still kind of like breaking i i don't know i don't know what it's like for swage because i know swage also does like music this is all like literally this is the only thing i'm doing right now so i invest all my time and energy into it and i live off the generosity of strangers which can be kind of scary but at the same time so far i'm doing it and i haven't had a month where i'm like 
freaking out entirely yet. So. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, with Twitch, it's just like uh, it, it can be a roller coaster. You know, some months better than others. Exactly. I mean, you know, I'm able to support my family doing this, which is, you know, uh, important to me. And I'm just like beyond being able to do that, being able to do what I love, um, like mm -hmm. as a full time job and support my family doing it. I'm just always so grateful for anybody who, you know, throws, you know, whether it's 100 biddies or 100 subs, like I'm just always so grateful for. You know, any anything anyone is, uh, you know, wants to support the channel and the and the people that do it's just, yeah, it's, uh, you know, they're helping us, me, Potate, Yams, uh, do what we love and continue to do it. You know, I always try to put, you know, aside from supporting my family, I always try to put my own money into like, I'm always downloading new music. I always buy the music, so I always want to like support mm -hmm. the artists that are making the music and. And then I always uh, try to give back to the community. Like, there's a lot of charity events. Um, you know, our, whenever there's like fundraisers for somebody's, you know, uh, someone's dog was sick and they needed a surgery or, you know, they did the uh, game pink, the breast cancer charity last mm -hmm. week. I, you know, I throw some of that. I always try to give back to the community that, you know, allows me to do what I do love to do most. So, yeah. I mean, it, uh, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff is kind of familiar territory for streamers in general. Uh, kind of getting into it right and like just like producing content and going out there and getting people supporting them in the stream and it feels is it, you once you're in that life and there's a lot of different jobs that kind of mirror that lifestyle too I mean it, when you're independent on your own and you're going out and you're getting gigs and are you're doing contract work and you're like even like you know trying to get people to uh, I don't know uh, buy a service from you in any way you kind of get into that life um, and it's it can be spooky uh, but it feels like this seems at least relatively stable in the most part, right? Like it's not like uh, you know, you, well, you, you, potato, you did say like you kind of some weeks it wanes a little bit, then comes back, but you never have like a horrible month, would you say? So far. Okay, <laughs> so far. It's just so you know far. it's there, right? There, there's like, a possibility yeah. of it. There's not like it's this like big always... safety net. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, well, there's like no safety, no time mm -hmm. off, no paid vacation, no sick leave. Like any day you choose not, I, I think I said, any day you choose not to stream is a day you guarantee make zero dollars. Mm. And I'm like, and I'm that, and when I realized that I was just like, oh boy, oh, oh boy. <laughs> so it's really like stressful to take time off for yeah. yourself or like to do stuff. Cause then you're like, yeah, no healthcare cover. And welcome to tax <laughs> get, season on that too. Yeah, no, like you put, I'm putting away like 20 to 30% of everything and just yeah. sitting, it's just sitting there, like just money I'm not allowed to touch until taxes because it's all going to taxes. Yeah, yeah. But you got to, you got to figure out how to get those write offs, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, I'm working, I pay somebody to do that for me. Yeah. It, that helps a lot. It, it really does. Swage, I'm sure you're super familiar with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> H&R Block has a Twitch like tax service. Like they literally can really? do content creator taxes. Yeah. I think so. Like I think they. I'm pretty sure they have like they specialize in. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, taxes. <laughs> oh, taxes. Listen, yeah. Chad. I I definitely I'm don't commit. Look into that. Yeah. No t no tax fraud here. No 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 no. <laughs> All of would never commit tax fraud. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, anytime you add in like Lollafell, you have to add in that sus, right? <laughs> yeah. For some reason, it feels like that just it comes out every single time. But uh, yeah. All right, all right. So, 
the other things I guess is been doing this for over a year it seems like there has to be some stories some interactions besides billboards we won't talk about billboards we're down to billboards uh but just in general and they don't have to be negative interactions they can be positive interactions working with club owners or working with different or players playing for players uh that you could share story-wise um geez <laughs> i put you on I, the spot i mean there's so many stories I don't know. They're like clubs are crazy. Like you, I think I bet Swage has like everyone has like their own little memes, their shticks that kind of form and stuff. Like, or they're like you get certain people in the club repeatedly that you see over and over. Or I mean, I'd say I think I know one thing that connects me and Swage is Amelia and Eluded Ecstasy, and that club has some of like the craziest and funniest. Mo- they have a they have a janitor. They have a they have an <laughs> RP janitor. I want to shout shout out to Kokowitz right now, everyone. Like he is in the club. If when everyone pops bottles, this man like cries because <laughs> everyone's making him have to mop. And when they throw their flower showers, he's he's also upset because now he has to sweep. It's like Kokowitz is probably one of my favorite interactions in any club I've ever had. I was DJing and I just see this like guy sweeping, and then everyone starts throwing like confetti everywhere, and he's just upset. And I'm like. Is is he the is he the janitor? <laughs> yes, he is the janitor. He's a love to Coco Woods for real. Oh man. Oh god. So shout out. No, I, there's like lots of. It's so crazy how uh, how many different characters are out there. I mean, you have you also have door stops in certain places. I don't know how much they appear in the club. There's door sp- door stops, tables. You have uh, unpaid employee. <laughs> or like whatever just like sitting in the corner sweeping i i've seen all kinds of stuff um but it's all like, repair man and he would go up with gold the goldsmithing and he would fix tables <laughs> he just fixed the tables it fixed tables and chairs he'd just be like hmm, this has got a little squeak in it and then he would just start crafting so his crafting bench would overlap with the the object so it looked like he's fixing it his name was just repair man health inspecting oh <laughs> Me and my admins, we dress up in suits, then we go to random RP venues and do health inspections. <laughs> and uh, we we also it. check to make sure that things are Lala accessible. <laughs> make sure they have step stone. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might not know this, but I managed a restaurant before. <laughs> so I'm very familiar with this stuff. You know what's up, then. You know what's up. Yeah, way back in the day, man. Uh, used to be something before I got into IT. Uh, I did a lot of restaurant stuff. I'm all familiar with that. Straws and cups, all the great stuff that goes on with that. But, uh, geez, okay, all right. So, any other, like, just stories in general about events? I want to hear Swage stories. I had a, uh, I remember one time. So, like, I, I'll try to add a little bit of, like, production value to some of my streams. I have, like, a, a dance squad, like, mm-hmm. a team dancers they uh, you know, like coordinate you know their glams and they just add an, an extra element sometimes i have a a blue mage that will party up with the dancers cast effects on them do like light shows um yo amelia what's up amelia satana amelia and 20 hello um uh, I remember one time so um one of my one of my dancers made the dancers glams for me um which is like you know the, the outfits that they wear Mm-hmm. And she made it like 
dozens and dozens and dozens of them. And uh, I was really drunk one night on stream. I was like, we're going to give a bunch of these away. And literally everybody in the venue just kept coming up to me. I kept trading them and trading them and trading them. And the entire venue was just filled with everybody wearing the Swage Dancers Glam. And uh, <laughs> it was just like the craziest thing. Just like everybody just all wearing this Dancers Glam and then getting up on, right next to me and then all dancing. Like... <laughs> Just looked like I had like a hundred fucking dancers. I was just like, oh my god! Like, uh, it was it was just crazy. And then uh, and then we took that, and that was the I was, uh, that was the party we took to Limsa, and um, just ended up raging for like hours and hours and hours and hours. Jeez, pretty much the whole night. It was just, just crazy. <laughs> my god. Oh. Uh, and then there's, like other crazy stuff. There's just been like, you know, there'll be. Um, like, I'll be like, all right, everyone, like, spam those buffs, spam those effects, let's break the stream. And, like, uh, this was a Materia set where they literally did not stop for, like, 10 minutes. I could not see this the stream, the screen in the game because it was just, like, pure, like, white, like, lights just, like, everywhere. And I tried to zoom in, and it was just, like, barely could make me out, but, like, it was just lights everywhere. Everyone doing all these effects, and just they didn't stop. It, it did not stop. It was fucking crazy those particle effects man they mess up some streams <laughs> they... oh yeah oh yeah um it's uh i mean it doesn't it it's not too bad for me because i'm streaming because my, my setup's kind of weird i i use a macbook to stream and i have a playstation 5 going through a game capture card so it's not really affecting the stream too much it's just you know it just looks crazy because it's you know, mm -hmm. in, in the game there's like i don't know it's it's just wild like people oh, like <laughs> okay okay uh yeah, the lasers helios you know you know the lasers yeah oh geez all right so what's like i'm trying to think of the right way like what's the average stream like for you when you get up and you do a set is it you get on and you have a couple of warm-up songs that you, you you know and you trust and you get into some really hardcore beats how do you choose your music and your sets for uh or well the different playlists that you do oh for me it kind of is like it kind of goes back to what i would do when i was touring irl is you know i would always build new sets out of existing sets so every set is just an evolution of the one prior mm -hmm. but because i am you know because i'll stream like all the time uh i'll make like a ton of different set lists and i have like i have a lot of different set lists and i'll bounce around between one and the other uh, and I always try to switch it up. I always try to. I'm never. I'm never playing the same set. There's there's sequences of tracks that you know transition really well together. So I'll play a lot of those. But mm -hmm. it's always like bouncing from you know my June 2022 set, um, which I still add things to, to my April one, to my August one, to my Fast and Furious set list, which is like drum and bass and like some like heavy stuff, mm -hmm. or like my housey party set list, which is like a lot of housey remixes or um, the block party set list was just like kind of variety. Um, it's, it really, it, it depends. Um, but I never, most of the time I go into my set like a minute before, I'm like, what am I gonna play tonight? Let's play this. Um, it's never really planned out too much. Uh, and I kind of have more fun that way because it keeps me on my toes. I'm like, all right, like, but uh, yeah, I always try to download um, a couple hundred new songs every few weeks just to keep things fresh. Uh, not just to keep things fresh for the stream, but to keep my own sanity because I'm hearing the same thing over and over and over. I'm like, Ugh. Oh, oh my God. Yes. That, <laughs> you know, what I mean, Pote, you know what I mean? 
Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you got to switch it up. Yeah. Like I had that exact conversation about switching it up last night with Lilu. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, this would mean that you guys would have to have way more songs than you would in, like I said, a typical, like, DJ set just to keep your own sanity and to keep things fresh with how many different uh, venues you're doing uh, in a week. Oh, yeah, because most IRL sets, it's like an hour, maybe 90 minutes um, if you're, like, headlining. But, you know, in any given day, uh, you know, five hours, eight hours, um, sometimes 14 hours. I think the longest I did was um, I did like I think 18 hours uh, with a few breaks in between. It was like one Friday where I did like Materia Elemental, you know, Chaos Lights, and then the North American data centers. But yeah, it was just like, yeah, you got to have variety. Otherwise, you, you get monotonous. And you're like, oh, fuck, you keep hearing the same thing over and over. And I'm just like, Ugh. but uh, yeah, it's not as much of an issue now. Okay. Okay. And by the way, I don't know if anyone saw that, but my stream is all messed up with notifications with any kind of subs and stuff. I tried to fix it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it did glitch out and go crazy there for a second. Oh, uh, Lulu TV that raid. Oh, hi. Oh, Lulu. what's up? <laughs> Lulu. Uh, Lulu, is another DJ out there? N no. no. <laughs> okay. Sorry, my ignorance. So. I don't think so. Maybe. Is Lulu DJ? Lulu will oh, tell us maybe. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they make the cool clips videos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The cool clip? Oh, man, I feel like an idiot right now. What am I missing? <laughs> I, I need to enlighten myself after this stream. I'm sorry. Uh, Swage, you know this very well now. Uh, dad life just completely eliminates like your time to like sink into some more content, right? Because yeah, a lot of your I content mean... is baby uh, Balance, yeah, balancing the dad life with the music production and streaming and, um, you know, also, you know, progging, you know, savage raids. It's like I'm living every moment of my life minute to minute to minute now. And uh, yeah. it's it's cool, though. I mean, like I'm grateful for it. But, yeah, my social life outside of, you know, dad life and, you know, streaming has, you know, died down significantly, not just because of the pandemic, but just like, you know, I'm always always super busy. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I like to be on the grind. I like to like to stay busy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like I, I work a full time job out of all this stuff too, and like it's I, that job is actually a job that takes at least like sixty hours of my time every week. So doing that plus podcast plus the world race plus like any other events that pop up with Final Fantasy fourteen with shout casting stuff and everything else, uh, it, it destroys. <laughs> my ability to like find time to absorb uh, different pieces of content too. And it, I feel bad because there's so many really cool people out there now. I think the Final Fantasy Fortune community has like ever since, of course, last summer, I feel like that was just like an event, right? Final Fantasy 14 summer of 2021 uh, was such yeah. a big transition <laughs> event for the community. Oh yeah. With the, with all the wow refugees we got. Yeah. Um, that Someone... was, it was just crazy. A huge influx of players. Yeah, and when uh, you know a streamer comes in and they have two hundred thousand people watching them play Final Fantasy fourteen, it kind of changes the directory up a bit and influences other uh, influencers, oh, yeah. <laughs> which passes down. Uh, oh, definitely, man. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's been insane recently, uh, and I've just been getting back into everything since the last World Race, uh, which happened I think two months ago. It feels feels insane it feels like i've been streaming for another two years 
but I've only been streaming for another two months since the baby came. Um, but what else? You know what? I, I do want to ask this a little bit because uh, we talked a lot about your DJ life and everything, and you're talking about Switch. You do like raiding and stuff. What do you guys do in Final Fantasy XIV outside of uh, outside of DJing? I guess Swage would be mostly raiding, right? I think Swage might be having a father moment. It, it, um, it looks like it. I'll let you go, Potate. <laughs> um, well, I don't. I'm, I haven't been playing a ton of Final Fantasy recently. I, mm -hmm. I, I kind of want to do the variant dungeons. I was big. I'm. I'm a big. I leveled a bunch of classes. Like I have a bunch of. Like I started in like the end of Shadowbringers, right. but I have a tank, a healer, and mm -hmm. a DPS at ninety, and I finish Endwalker. I have. I'm not big. No problem. <laughs> Keep going. I go. really, really like pvp actually and i'm waiting because i heard that they're gonna let me queue with my friends and i just i haven't been able to queue with my friends because crystalline conflict for some reason square enix is like you're just not allowed to play with your friends and i'm like but i want to play with my friends yeah i know a lot so of now history that of that ability <laughs> i will play it again yeah uh the the team stuff is weird for final fantasy 14 uh because it's it's one of those things where uh, there's just not enough teams queuing up at the same time. So how do they handle that? They could just kind of funnel them into casual and that's the only way they can kind of make it fair in some way. But then if you have teams queuing into other people who are not on teams in casual, it's just like a, a stomp fest. So they have to figure out how to handle that, right? And how to make that uh, work. And so maybe they'll figure it out soon. I know I that so. they were planning to get really serious or not really serious, but at least enough to do events <laughs> with PVP going forward in the future. So man, Maybe you guys will start DJing PvP events. That would be hot. Oh, that's that's the, I'm, I want to DJ a Savage Raid. Um, Savage Raid. I, yeah. You know, I, that's because no, I don't think anyone's ever DJed a Savage Raid before. I want to like go in, actually clear the 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 um, whatever one I end up doing, but like also DJ it. All right, explain that concept for everybody because I know we talked about it a little bit. <laughs> before the show but explain yeah. that concept i mean like with the savage raids like i would go in and then i would you know start playing music and try to do all my transitions while also doing all of the mechanics correctly and actually clearing it uh maybe p7s i know that one pretty good so like <laughs> are you do you raid lead as well and then, and then mid uh what do you raid lead too Raid, oh no no, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay really. i was about to say that's too much you like doing call outs and stuff while dj call outs oh my god oh my god that would be crazy no there's no way dj the next ultimate oh my god i've i've never done i've only done one ultimate i tried it once and i was just like oh god it's too hard um which one which one did you do i think i did uwu that's what i did <laughs> yeah and i was just like oh god i got like two mechanics in I'm like nope Twisters. <laughs> Well, no, no. Nope. Is that's Yukob. That's Yukob. I'm yeah. thinking Yukob. I did Yukob. Yeah. Good God. I don't know. God, Yukob. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, no. I want to try DJing a Savage Raid. And then once I get PC, I want to get um, – I want to figure out how to map the controls to my uh, my DJ controller and then use that to clear the uh, the raid and, and try to do that because that's just, like, a whole other level of, like – what the fuck? You want right. to go to the third level here? <laughs> what you could do is like you use the DJ controls to to, ra to raid, but it also changes and affects music on the stream too <laughs> when you're doing different mechanics and somehow still making it sound yeah. good while trying to. Execute. That would be another. That'd be just another level. Like I don't even know how. Oh my 
I'm gonna do that though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the Savage Raid DJing first yeah. and, and make sure I'm bees kneesing in between mechanics. Yeah. Um, oh, God. <laughs> and then uh, and then actually map the controls to my controller to try to do that while DJing. Oh my God, that'd be so. Yeah. How yeah. would that work? Do you have the oh, mini pads on your controller, like the little pads? Uh, oh yeah, I've got like Q buttons and stuff. I could do so, like I could do like attacks and like those on the Q buttons, and then other things, and then keep the faders for the music. But also, you'll need the faders how, for how, movement. How would, how would yeah? How would moving work? How would that work? You should un un your channel levels. Use those to move you backwards and forwards, and the crossfader to turn you, and then just use your uh, something else for the volume you just oh, have to remap god. all the volume stuff oh my god that is gonna be oh, that's gonna be crazy i i can't wait to get a pc just to do all that stuff yeah still still on a mac still on the back same mac i started on um last year still still going strong man i give mac a lot of crap but when you're doing creative stuff Macs are really that they dominate that area right uh, yeah for music production um it's all all Mac, but like, cause I want to do music production streams at some point, but because the program I use for music production Ableton is very CPU intensive. And then so is, you know, Streamlabs OBS. Mm -hmm. Um, I tried it and you can barely, the music, it just is going at a snail's pace. You're getting a lot of staticky, a lot of just like CPU overloads. Uh, mm -hmm. it's just like, uh, let's want you know someone did extreme as a dancer using a dance mat yo yeah. i saw that i think yoshi p talked about that too in an interview i mean i think it was ultimate that he did or they no. did i don't know who it was i can't remember at all uh who did it uh for some reason i'm blanking on it but i, I think it was like ultimate that they were doing on a dance pad or something and then there's the one guy who makes like different controllers <laughs> for like all the different things like he has a scholar book uh as well and he plays what? with that scholar book and cast with the scholar like it's a book that he opens up and he it's a book yeah i uh, was big milky yeah i was big milky yeah yeah you know oh the Yu-Gi-Oh dual deck that you put on your arm someone made a video where he used that to cast astrologian spells so he's literally like playing Yu-Gi-Oh to play astro that is crazy <laughs> that insane is crazy. insane <laughs> so dj is there man <laughs> it's possible you can do it uh, you know, I gotta ask you about those gun blades, dude. I, I, I keep looking at them, and like this is messing with me. So, like, have you been playing Final Fantasy for a very long time, like in the franchise and everything? Oh my god, I Final Fantasy is my all-time favorite um, video game series. I've played every single one of them except for eleven, um, because I don't have a PC, and I was too young when it came out on PlayStation Two to figure it out how to get it online and stuff. Uh -huh. So. Uh, I've played, uh, so 1 through 9 is all you can get on your iPhone now, which is crazy to think about because I remember mm -hmm. it was like three discs back in the day when the yeah. Holy Trinity came out. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it's like, so I was playing, uh, I hadn't played them uh, up until, I've been playing, I mean, the first one I ever played was, uh, it was a demo disc, Final Fantasy VIII, when I was like, Ooh, I mean, like six years old. That hit hard. And I was like. I was like, wait, this game is awesome. Like, but it was only the Dolet mission, and I didn't understand why the game didn't keep going. I'm like, this is the whole game now. I clearly game over. This, I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Me at six years old, playing it over and over and over, trying to figure out what I did wrong or why I lost. <laughs> uh, and then it wasn't until like a year later I saw the game 
itself, not just the demo disc. I was like, there's that game. Maybe I got a faulty disc. I want to play that game again. But played it all the way through. I was like, this is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But I guess something happened before because there's seven other ones. And then uh, <laughs> I played Final Fantasy VII. I'm like, this has nothing to do with it. Like, it's still too young to understand the concept of an anthology series. So I played seven, then I played ten, and I was like, oh my god, like ten, one of the best games ever. Um, and then, you know, 12, 13. Um, I didn't play 14 until the pandemic. Or, well, I, I didn't like MMOs because I, uh, I played WoW back during, like, Burning Crusade when that came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, like, I don't know. There's not really a story. That's why I love Final Fantasy. It's always very story-driven. They're very mm-hmm. rich characters. Um, and basically... The, uh, I was like, not, not about MMOs. Um, and then my buddy Jaws, who's another DJ, uh, not in Final Fantasy, but he does, he's a Final Fantasy fan. Uh, he's like, oh, you don't play 14? Like, dude, you would love 14. Like, you love Final Fantasy. I'm like, bro, like, I don't know, dude. And he's like, just download it. Just do it, man. I'm like, all right. <laughs> just do it. This is, during Storm- this is Stormblood. I was like, all right. So I was playing with Jaws for a little bit. And then I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. I'm like, all right. And then I put it down. And then during the pandemic, I picked it back up because I was just like, all right, like, I'm just gonna go back into this because I just replayed Final Fantasy X, got the uh, platinum trophy on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, all right, I'm gonna try out Final Fantasy XIV again. Made a new character, was like, then got really into it. I was like, whoa, this game is like amazing. Like, it's a really good story. Um, and then you know, uh, almost a year later, discovered the you know the venue, the nightlife scene, and then got into that. But uh, yeah, Final Fantasy, I love. Final Fantasy, love all like all of them. I played one through six when I was. Uh, I played those on my iPhone when I got those. Um, when I'd be on planes traveling for different shows, I would just be like, <laughs> on my iPhone. <laughs> so I was too young to, to play them when they were you know new on like you know NES and whatever. But uh, yeah, it's it's my favorite game series. I I love everything. If it says Final Fantasy on it, I will buy it. But yeah, during the pandemic, <laughs> I was like. I was like, huh, thanks, government, for a little bit of money. I'm going to buy a Gunblade, and I'm going to buy the buses. <laughs> and then uh, when I started streaming, I was like, hey, these Final Fantasy relics that I have uh, would be great on stream because I am a huge Final Fantasy nerd. Uh, mm-hmm. So I hung them up, and I, I have redeems on my channel where I'll take them down and like DJ with it. Um, are you like yeah, taking no, the sword I, and you're like scratching the record with it and you're just like? Uh, no, I, I just hold, I just hold the oh, okay. sword while I'm and like I've I've gotten good at balancing it on my shoulders and then like and oh, like man. spinning at the same time. This it's sounds funny. dangerous. It, it's not sharp, right? Right? You doled it. It's dull. The Buster sword's not sharp, but the key or the gun blades are very sharp. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Get the Buster out, yo! This way, what is up? Oh, oh my god, man! Yeah. But yeah, no, I love Final Fantasy. I'm excited for 16, uh, excited for more 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I get a PC, I'm going to knock that last one, 11, off my bucket list because that's the only nah, one don't I, do it. I need to. <laughs> Dude, I have OCD. It. I need to play all of them. I'm going to play all of them just so I can say I did it. Okay. Did it. Uh, they changed a lot. I think it's a lot easier to get into, but it, 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 that that was like the beginning of MMOs, right? Uh, it, yep. it was before WoW. Eleven was before WoW. It was before was it? WoW, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was so. before WoW. What uh, year did Eleven come out? Uh, I'd have to look at it again, but it was like, uh, let's Maybe. see, Final Fantasy Eleven uh, release, uh, two thousand two. 
May oh 2002. Oh my god. Yeah. It's old. <laughs> it's so that it is crazy uh to think about that stuff. Uh, or at least that's what Google told me. I don't know if there was one earlier than that, but I'm pretty sure it was uh 2002. And came with the PlayStation 2, and that was like the big highlight is having an MMO on the PlayStation 2. Uh, well, it didn't come with it, you had to buy it, but you you know you played on it. Uh, but um, yeah, dude, I couldn't keep sharp objects like that hanging on the wall. I'd get like real nervous. Like, what, <laughs> what if what if Swage just like gets like real tipsy one night? He's like partying and he falls back and he falls on the blade, right? And so like. Listen to this. So here's what happened. I was, I was DJing one night and I had to redeem. So the, the hooks for the Buster Sword are like kind of weird. I need to re put them in. But I was taking it off and then the hooks came out and it fucking fell. I didn't want to break the sword. So I stuck my foot out and the whole fucking thing landed on my foot. And I was like, oh, and it hurt so bad. But I was like pretty drunk. And I was like, all right, like whatever. It's fine. So I continue my set and people are like, are you okay? That looked like it hurt. You dropped that Buster Sword on your foot. And I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. And I forgot about it. I uh, had a few more drinks. I was okay. And then uh, I fell asleep in my chair. When I woke up, I could not walk. I was like, <laughs> I got up. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, did I break my foot? Did I blow my ankle? What happened? What happened last night that is causing me this incredible pain? Uh, and I was like dragging my foot. Like, it was, I could not walk on it. I was like, what happened? What happened? What happened? Oh my uh, God. I was replaying that. I'm like, I must have rolled my ankle. What? what? And then I watched the VOD. I was like, wait, I remember what happened. That fucking sword fell on my foot. <laughs> that didn't, that wasn't fun at all. <laughs> this is why you remember that, yo. Uh, it was, yeah, I was, it hurt so bad. And I was just like, I was like, do I need to go to a doctor? Did I break my foot? Like, I don't know. I was like, I'll give it a couple hours. And then a few hours later, I was like, okay, like, I think it's just, you know, I'll be fine. But, um, you probably yeah, was, did like was... fracture a bone or something. You just like, <laughs> Well, we'll figure it out. We'll just let it heal. I'm sure it'll be all right. <laughs> oh, jeez. <but> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to ask Potate here about <laughs> her experience here yes. with Final Fantasy, the ja the franchise and everything. Honestly, I have not played a lot of Final Fantasy growing I, I think I did yeah. play, was 8 on PS1? Was that the one where you're yeah. like a student at some academy or something? Yeah. yeah, that's that's the only like Final Fantasy game I really played as a kid. And the big thing that I was like super into was the summons. I was like, yo, <laughs> this I was like, this is the coolest ability in the game. And I didn't understand like the mechanics that well. So I just used all the summons like the first fight. And then I'd be like, why can't I do this button anymore? This button's the best button. Like all the <laughs> other buttons. <suck. laughs> um, and, and playing some triple triad, too. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think the game is triple triad. Yeah, so I played triple, triple triad. triad yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Tetramaster um, was nine. Uh which is the next version of it. But 8 is so memorable to me just because of that opening cutscene was just so yep. badass. Like, they nailed it. <laughs> it so sold good. the game, basically. Yeah, uh, and yeah. people talk about on Final Fantasy 8. I think it's one of the good ones. Like, I, mean, really I, good I love one, I all think. of them, but there's some that are better than others. But 8 doesn't deserve all the thing. I don't know. It was divisive. But I'm like, no, dude, 8 was dope. Like, I loved 8. Yeah, it, it's my Final Fantasy virginity. <laughs> it's like who, when you got into it. Like when I really got into Final Fantasy, uh, I bear like I was kind of young during the Final Fantasy VI era. It was called Final Fantasy III back in my day, right? Uh, but Final <laughs> Fantasy VI here, you know, I played that, and I was like, it's hard for me to get into because I was a kid and I didn't understand anything. Uh, <laughs> and things just didn't make sense. 
but then seven came out and then that was the one that really hooked me and it hooked a lot of people and then there's a whole generation of like people who got into final fantasy during the playstation era so they got seven eight nine uh and then the next one with playstation 2 you start getting 10 right and then that was like the highlight of playstation 2 and then 12 came out and there's some controversy because ai started to become a concept of like having your guys fight and programming them and they're like oh this is weird this doesn't feel right and then that's when people started to be critical like really really critical of the games and i think uh what was it 13 came out and people again same thing ai hallway kind of concepts and people were like ah this isn't the final fantasy where i'm open world running around controlling all my members and that's kind of how all that it's difficult it was difficult for final fantasy to kind of go with the new times and keep all the old players who wanted to play their final fantasy one red mage party or whatever they had but yeah that. Did, did you like i liked the direction they took with um did you play stranger of paradise i haven't played it yet because that came out around the time my daughter was being born so <laughs> yeah well it's it's good i hated it at first because i was like what? i don't understand these mechanics but then you figure out how to do like the like combo attacks and i was mm-hmm. like wait this game's awesome like it's and it's, it's cool and it kind of gives a little it's like a prequel backstory into final fantasy one like the very first one mm-hmm. and uh, I, I loved it i loved it i just finished that like a few weeks ago but um mm-hmm. it's 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 a cool game but yeah i like i think it's cool when they take different they try different approaches to the uh you know the fighting mechanics or just different like storytelling avenues yeah like, i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing i do like the open world stuff like mm-hmm. um like 16 i hear i heard that's gonna be more like hallway style i mean i don't know i might be wrong uh i hope mm-hmm. there's open world in it though because yeah. it sounds really cool yeah, it's going to be like probably the new direction of how, I mean, they're they're just starting to get into what the gaming community plays and likes right now, right? Uh, and it's not, you have all these really cool graphics and you have all this really good stuff. Turn-based exists out there and it has this place, but Final Fantasy is kind of going in that other direction and there's some people who don't really like it. That being said, this is a DJ show, and we're talking about the history of Final Fantasy here. Uh, but it is a lot of it is a lot of fun to kind of dive into all this stuff because uh, we're all big fans of it, whether we only we started with Final Fantasy fourteen or we've have a history of Final Fantasy fourteen. We're all fans of Final Fantasy now, <laughs> no matter what. Uh, it's not like you guys are just get going on there and you're like, all right, I'm going to do my, go into the venue, DJ and everything else. You, you generally enjoy the community environment and, uh, the game, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, going in, <laughs> doing PVP that does ring on my heartstrings. You don't know how long I was a, uh, a person who backed feast and all the old PVP and I was deep in that PVP community and doing events, doing shout casting, doing all that stuff for it. Uh, I do. You do? do like the new PvP, <laughs> yeah. but like, I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 no, I know, I know. Front lines are a little unbalanced. Oh, man. front lines, screw it. That, that's all fun stuff, right? It's, it's if, you, just... if you play a scholar in front lines, I'm looking at you. <laughs> all right, chat. So it, it sounds, it sounds like Swage, you're on the PVE side and Potate's on the PvP side mostly here. Is that right? I don't do too much PvP. I mean, I've done a little bit. There was a sword I really wanted, so I, d- I did a little bit of PvP lately. But um, other than that, yeah, I like doing the uh, I like doing the savage raids, savage raiding. Um, you know, the MSQ was amazing. I can't wait for more of that. I like doing collecting mounts, collecting triple triad cards. Um, there's, there's so there's just so much to do in this game, and, and yeah, glams. Oh, 
<laughs> That's what I like to do. That's you can't get into the venue scene and not be a fan of glamps, right? <laughs> you have to like, you got to look good where you're going. Um, so, and that's always going to be the real end game forever for Final Fantasy XIV is how good you can make your character look. I'm lazy, so <laughs> so my guy is always in whatever the typical raiding gear looks like. That's that's what he looks like with a Moogle head, it. and that's it. Yo, yes. <laughs> I always try to put a little bit of myself into my character, into my into my cowboy. Like, yeah. I like the reds, the 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 blacks, the the, the sleeves, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, spade what class do you play in Savage? Oh, I am a floor tank. I'm a dragoon. Oh, okay. Love, uh, <laughs> love dragooning it up, sweeping the floor with my body. How uh, often do you jump off the side? <laughs> Back flipping off the side. Oh yeah, I've definitely done that a couple times my statics just like it's always gotta do it once always gotta do it once get that yeah. get that backflip out of the way and uh yeah it's definitely embarrassing uh but i have had in like uh oh my god in uh, uh i remember doing a uh party finder savage raid uh, like a couple months ago and i like i like messed up like on two mechanics and i was like oh, damn it and then someone in the chat goes stick to djing and i was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, I was like, God damn it! And then something that other people came to my defense, they're like, Wow, toxic! Like, go back to Wow! And I was like, Yeah, you tell him. <laughs> Thanks for defending me. But like, yeah, it was funny because like I never know if like someone's like gonna recognize me or something. So I'm always like, Ah, shit! Like I better not fuck up. Uh, yeah, someone I've gotten that like once or twice. Like, hey, stick to DJing. Oh man. I every once in a while, like, uh, so I do Party Finder for Savage right now, and we'll we'll wrap up this tangent in a second. But <laughs> I, I go to Party Finder every once in a while, and they're like, "Are you are you the the Frosty, Defrosty, the Mog Talk dude?" And I'm like, "Depends on how good I do in this raid." <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I do bad, it definitely isn't that dude. If I do good, yeah. <laughs> So it's it's so embarrassing because I I don't I'm not like I don't spend enough time to be a really really good player and so I make mistakes and there are easy things that people can call me out on it doesn't happen too often uh, but like I'm like man it's gonna happen if they recognize me they're gonna be like all right clip this play it to my Discord trash this guy like all <laughs> but, oh my god yeah, yeah no. that's uh so. DJ, DJ life here. Back to this, right? Uh, kind of going forward, we, we talked about how you got into it, current scene, how everything's going. Do you have any visions of what the DJ scene's going to evolve into or look like in the next year or so? The same? God, no clue. <laughs> Who uh, knows? I think it's in a it's in a pretty good position right now. Uh, mm -hmm. It's going to keep growing because now we're starting to see more people discover the scene um, because a lot of bigger content streamers will like they'll do their you know their streams and then they'll end it at a party. They'll be like, all right, like you know, I've had a like a Zeno uh, mm -hmm. come into my streams and like jam out while he's streaming, and he'll just like go to the party and he'll be kicking it, and uh, and he's super cool cat uh, or like Sebi Webs, uh, Kira, Ebiko. Uh, lots of content yep. streamers uh, are discovering this scene, and 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 Mog, even you, even you. Mog, like, 
the crossover. I should have never real. changed the channel's name, man. That's gonna like every time I go into a channel, I'm like, hey, what's up? And they're like, hey, it's Mog Talk. I'm like, I guess, I guess that's me. Frostiness. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just like I, I didn't realize the effect of that. Like, I Mog Talk is the central point of this channel uh, and everything that we do. Uh, and so I wanted to name it, it was Frosty underscore TV, and I was like, I'll make it appropriate with changing that name, but then I'm like, well, shit, now it's not like the Frosty channel anymore, it doesn't, it's in this weird spot. But, oh, you're good. no, yeah, but so, yeah, no. go ahead, go ahead. It's, oh, sorry, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's cool, I think that more people uh, exposing their audiences to the venue scene like I've had a bunch of people be like, "Yo, I discovered you through Zeno or through Sebi or whatever." Um, like that, like yo, like I didn't know this existed. This is crazy that there's a whole like nightclub scene in this, mm-hmm. or like, or like people that were following me before from like IRL from music and from my uh, you know, IRL touring and my music. I'll be like, "Hey, I'm streaming." They're like, "What is this?" Like, what? And so like. I think it's just uh, it's it's gonna keep growing, um, and yeah, you know, we're getting new, more new data centers for for housing. This is gonna be really good. I think we're getting a new data center on on Thursday or on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, another data center. They're prepping for the next expansion, right? They're trying to set like a really good ground so we don't have the Endwalker queue. <laughs> so. And uh, you know, I think and I think that you know with stuff like you know always trying to push boundaries with new ideas like. Um, I'm putting together this this tour that I'm doing that Yams and Potato are on, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm trying to incorporate more elements and more things from like the IRL scene. Like, you know, uh, you know, there's hasn't been a a, a world tour entirely in Final Fantasy, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, this would be really cool to do because I'll like, you know, what an artist will do is they'll they'll put out an album and then tour that album. I'm like, yo, like, you know, I'll play a lot of original music in my set, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. You know, do you, I'm putting I'm put together a world tour entirely within Final Fantasy 14 on every data center, and bring a bunch of friends and put out this track and then and tour the track. You know, like so. Yeah, I'm definitely definitely excited for that. But when uh, is that going to happen? Uh, it starts November 11th till December 23rd. It's every data center, uh, over 20 25 venues. Uh, it's uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and this is kind of like the first. It's the first ever virtual world tour. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm excited to put out this track that I've been sitting on, the Psycho Tour, you know, you already know. <laughs> That's and awesome. uh, yeah, Potate's on it, Yemi's on it, yep. uh, we got a bunch of DJs, and this is going to be hopefully the first of many. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of work, but it's been fun putting something, trying to put together new concepts and, um, you know, just get get the get the ball rolling with um, putting out more music and then like incorporating my, you know, Final Fantasy uh, streaming life into you know my music and making that kind of a central focus where, you know, at a time where I'm not getting booked for a world tour myself because I'm not nearly that big of an artist to do that, I'm like I can do it here, and uh, okay. yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. We we got some cool stuff lined up for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Patay, what's your yeah, thoughts work. on the future of DJing and all that great stuff for Final Fantasy fourteen? I definitely think it's going to be growing. I think the new data center is going to be explosive for the growth because I can only see, you know, it's ripe for new venues and people. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely working with, like, other streamers that aren't necessarily DJ-related. Like, he was saying, like, Ebiko, Feyruna, um, uh, 
uh, goddamn names, Sebi, um, Wave, Pyro, Popato artist, even like just different streamers that do different things. Mm -hmm. um, Kira, like I, the other day, I got a, a sample from Ebby of her saying my ridiculous copy pasta, and now I add that sample to songs, like stuff like this is just things like that. <laughs> the biggest thing. I think because we talked about it earlier is like you're asking if the DJs and the venues like the ratio is it good? Do we have enough venues and have you know enough DJs? Yes. What we need more of is people to come party. That's where we need. That's what we need. Mm -hmm. Like that we have some big parties, but I see some DJs sometimes and, and like they're good DJs and mm -hmm. they we need we need people to be at their parties too. We need people to be at all these parties. Mm -hmm. Getting the word out there that these parties are happening and that these people are like, there are some incredibly underrated DJs that like, if you would just watch their streams, people would be impressed. You think that we're good. You haven't seen anything yet. Like there are some really good, <laughs> there's some really good talent out there. I was really talented. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Going off what you're saying, I think that it's, uh, you know, whenever there's like new patches that come out, the venue scenes kind of slow that those weeks. Um, just because people are focused on like content, but I mean, there's, it's still like, it's still always, you know, it still goes off, but I mean, yeah, I think that, you know, it's the, the scene's going to keep growing with more people discovering it, the more, um, with more innovation, more just like collaboration and working together on, uh, you know, just exposing this, uh, this whole night nightlife scene in final fantasy to more people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's, gonna, I think and there's, there's a lot of people that play the game just for the nightlife scene. Like there's some people that are like, Oh, I don't play the game. I just go to nightclubs. And that's fucking, that's that. And that's cool too, because it gives people who might not otherwise have a chance to go to nightclubs or festivals, uh, kind of gives them a taste of that. You know, what's funny, like the nightlife for some people is like a gateway drug into other content because they're like, man, I want this glamor to go to this club. And so they'll go raid yeah. or something to get the gear, and then yep. they come back just uh, so they can show it off. Uh, so that's a whole thing. And then when people kind of really get into uh, making houses and stuff and making those scenes and everything else, acquiring those different furniture pieces and everything becomes a whole other gateway. Oh, I got to go do content so I can get this stuff. And uh, then you start working the market board, and you're like, I could get money <laughs> so I could just buy it. It's just a whole man it is crazy how well all this stuff meshes together it, it I, I just never thought that final fantasy 14 would be a like a breeding ground for this kind of you know growth in uh it feels like growth in the cyberspace overall uh i mean there are other like second life i guess would be a great example of like people like kind of going and doing things like this but this is like a not second life this is a, a mmorpg that is having similar kind of aspects to that where people can go and play and raid and play an actual game and also simulate different life experiences within that game and that's shit like the ability to capture a feeling from irl in mm -hmm. a digital space in the comfort and safety of your own home yeah where, for <laughs> way it, you know how expensive it is to drink at a club god <laughs> or paying like just to get into a club sometimes literally you can just boot up final fantasy walk into a club <laughs> hang out with your friends get drunk and like you never even had to leave your office yeah so what exactly. you do right you could get like a a bottle of whiskey or bottle of whatever at home uh, i'm not you know this is for people who dr want to drink and everything else, if, right? I'm yeah. not trying to encourage people to drink if you don't want to drink. But you could do that. And when you go to these clubs and they're like, hey, you know, they toast. Everyone takes a shot or drink or everything. Take a shot. 
and right there, your character takes a shot, but you have a shot too. <laughs> right? And so you kind of still have that simulation there. I'm like, ah, that's crazy. Uh, it's also easier to talk to people because you can is. have party chat or you can be in a Discord together and have the stream low enough so that you can talk, but you can still hear it. So it's a much more comfortable. It's 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 actually it's really it's really friendly for those people who physically could not go mm -hmm. to a club. Like mm -hmm. it's 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 really for some people like the ability to physically leave their home is really difficult and like hearing really really loud music can be really overwhelming but the ability because it's on twitch you you can alter the volume it's a way more accessible clubbing experience too people are like who never get to experience this type of life get to experience it now in a place that's like really safe that just reminded me of like that one concept of like clubs having like everyone you wear a headset yeah uh, it's kind of like that silent discos yeah 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 Yo, i've played play some of those There's, really um yeah, I played a silent disco. I remember we were playing a uh, it was a hard after party uh, in like in L.A. and it was like a silent disco, but we were allowed to have booth monitors. So what we did was we turned up the booth monitors all the way, so it was really really loud, and everyone just took off their headsets. <laughs> and the uh, and the promoters were like, "Well, like I mean, you're allowed to have the booth monitors. That's what we were told." And we just turned it up all the way, and we were just like, "It was a not so silent disco." <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny I, I can't imagine that it sounds great coming over a monitor though did it like still work out come like in. the music oh, okay. yeah. oh yeah it's still it's still yeah it came out fine but we were just mixing and that's how i mix uh as well like in my streaming space i don't wear headphones i just I, i've never liked wearing headphones when i mix mm -hmm. some people be like you're fake wear your headphones and i'm like i, I just don't use headphones i, I mix with my booth monitors um Mm -hmm. Yeah, play the music really loud because I, I love to be, mm -hmm. you know, feeling the vibe. So, like, uh, I just mix, like, you're hearing me mixing it, like, live. And I also, you know, I've been doing this for a really long time. So, like, I know, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm literally doing it as I'm bringing the song in. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, you know, some people, yeah, I've had someone be like, you're fake. And I'm like, yep, yeah, my dog produces all my music. <laughs> hey, man. So, Dogs can be kind of creative, though, dude. She's my ghost rider. That's all. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, I do want to talk about, you know, uh, you, you've shown interest to go into FanFest and everything else is what, right? And it would be cool if the Final Fantasy XIV uh, team uh, actually start picking up on some of this DJ work and bringing some guys in for that. It, I feel like that, that's like the next step. And I, I have to be... I'm fairly certain they are aware of the DJ scene out there right now. So if they don't take if, advantage of that, that would be a huge miss on them. I think the issue is that why they're a little bit hesitant, and this is just speculation. I have no idea um, why they're hesitant to promote the scene is because it'd be promoting music that isn't like that. Maybe there's copyright issues with the music or something. And it, it, I don't know. I just feel like that it would have something to do with that. Otherwise, they'd be repping it super hard. But I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. We want to I'm trying to do trying to do fan fest. I'm trying to reach out to mm -hmm. Square Enix. Be like, yo, like we should get some DJs at Fan Fest because it's such a huge part of this community. Mm -hmm. uh, and also trying to get you know my my final I remix Final Fantasy tracks like Sephiroth's theme. Uh, I remix the Endwalker theme with Razor Wires. 
Uh, I've got a few other edits that I've done and I want to try to get that to Square Enix. Be like, yo, like, what do you think? Do you want to use this in some promo for something? You want to use mm-hmm. this? Like, it's yours, like here. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, I'm having a rough time uh, trying to get a hold of someone in their music department or whatever. But uh, it could be difficult. We'll see what's up. Their yeah. music department is, you know, Japanese. So it's a little bit difficult to kind of get that. Yeah. You know, I remember talking to. Uh, I was talking to Alex Mukala, uh, and we had him on a show, and we had uh, Husky by the Geek on as well, and I was talking to him, uh, and like the, <laughs> there was a point where uh, they we got them in touch with Sokin, and they had those conversations and everything, and they had a couple of talks and everything, uh, and Sokin's actually very active, uh, more active than most of the developers on Twitter, uh, so you can hit him up oh, and get no. in some conversations with him pretty quickly. Did you say, oh, no? I'm like, I hope he hasn't seen Billboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. It's not that his would, priority. That would be, uh, yeah, that would be, that'd be lit. I definitely, I'm just trying to link up, trying to. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Let me know who, uh, yeah, if you want, if there's any way, any directions you can point me in. For, <laughs> okay. We can talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any power. I don't work for Square Enix. Uh, but yeah, I think this is something yeah. that they'd be interested in. <laughs> Yeah, swams. Yeah, yeah. Um, Swamps are fan <laughs> Then uh, what else? There was something else that okay. I was wanting to talk about future-wise, but I completely forgot about it. Thank uh, you, Swamps. <laughs> yeah. uh, but for sure, if you guys are up for it, of course, uh, World Race is going to need some help. <laughs> with The biggest thing with the World Race is that it's one fight over multiple days. And so you need some time where it's not just talking about the same things over and over again. And so you need other content in there. And I think DJ content fits perfectly into that scenario. So that's something that we're looking into. So you guys keep your ears out for that too. You're way down. Yeah. Let's, let's definitely, uh, let's definitely talk about it. That sounds really cool. Yeah. I'm super down. Yeah. Uh, well, we are kind of at the end here wrapping up. I mean, this has been going on for a while. I know we talked a little bit about off topic on DJs and everything because we got into the Final Fantasy discussion, but that's that's how these mock talks go, man. We're just out here hanging out. Um, but before we get off and we finish up the show and everything else, I do want to give you guys both some chance to say anything that you figure we should cover. Is there any other topics that we didn't talk about with DJing and Final Fantasy fourteen that's worth mentioning before we uh, get off air? I love asking this because this is always after two hours of talking and your mind starts to go blank and then it's so hard to think of anything. What do we, what do we, we covered a lot. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, there's one thing I do want to say. I really sure. appreciate that this community, as, as you guys could probably tell by the pronouns on the screen and my voice, I, you know, I'm, I'm trans. Uh, this community is really accepting of that. And I don't think I've ever had issues like major issues in this community or anyone in any chats or, anywhere being like rude about that and i just wanted to say i appreciate that and like if if you're you know lgbtqia plus and you are thinking about getting into the scene it's a safe place to get into like no i don't i don't think i've ever been harassed for being who i am and i'm pretty open about it and other people some people are open about it it doesn't you know it doesn't really matter if you are open or not but this is a good place to be i think mm-hmm. this is one of the more wholesome sides of final fantasy I've, you, does i don't know what anybody's heard or if you've never been to clubbing scene but i've had a lot of really wholesome experience i play lalfell and i know a lot of people paint the scene as like this erp haven and i don't i don't i don't get that like yeah there are people who you know are adults and do stuff mm-hmm 
and whatever parties and stuff you know and certain and some venues have things and whatnot but like i've never had an interaction where i felt like creeped out or just i don't know it's a it's a good place to be and now lalafels are way more accepting or accepted than they were like about a year ago so we're like Mm -hmm. this whole cruise of lalas that go clubbing the lala clubbing crew specifically is one of them but they're around it used to not be as accepting but now it, it much more is so it's a really really good community to be in if you're looking for friends it's the best place to make friends yeah final fantasy 14 is like an amazing community overall uh i mean it has its bad eggs there's always going to be those that you know exist out there but uh in general it does a really good job more than most other communities i would say in my experience at least uh so and i think that's why a lot of us stick around right (laughs) um but swage go ahead sorry yeah, I mean, I just want to say, like, a huge, huge shout-out, not just to the DJs, but, you know, all the venue owners, uh, the staff that works there, the housing designers, um, the promoters, everyone that, like, not just the DJs, but everyone that makes this scene happen, all the all the patrons, just, like, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's a really special community that we have here, and uh, I don't think there's anywhere else on the internet or in the real world where something like this exists. And uh, I think it's going to, I think just because of like what Potate was saying, you know, the, uh, just the accepting community that we have, whether, no matter who you are, um, you know, you, as long as you're good vibes, you're, you know, you're accepted here. And uh, I think just based on that alone, uh, that gives a lot of credit to how long the scene is going to last for, which I think it's going to, it's going to keep going and keep evolving. And, you know, who knows where, what the, what the future is going to hold because, you know, a year ago, you know, people didn't expect uh, this to grow as big as it did, but um, I think there's going to be, I think it's going to get even bigger with more, yeah, with more innovation, more creative ideas that permeate into the real world that people are like, wait, what? Like, like the billboard, you know, it's, you know, on, you know, the, on the, on the positive side, which I think it was, I was thinking it was super, um, you know, super unique and uh, just, you know, the way that it went viral. And people were like, I, I, people, DJs, like IRL friends hitting me up. Like, isn't this, isn't this what you do? Like, and I was like, yep. And my, my IRL manager, she's like, she's, she saw the billboard. She's like, are you playing this show? Like, isn't this final fantasy? I'm like, oh my God. Like, and it's crazy (laughs) to see like people who like participate in the IRL scene. And then they see this like, wow, there's a whole community based around it's a whole virtual nightlife scene and i think there's just so many directions to take it it's going to take more uh you know innovative thinking and more outside the box ideas that are going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing the scene forward so yeah i'm uh, I'm looking forward to the future with my dear friend dj potate dj yams and frosty of course yeah yeah uh our mog talk is okay it's fine (laughs) <laughs> i love it no. uh so you know i do want to ask one more question i remembered what that question was that i wanted to ask uh because there could be people who are actually interested in getting into the scene and being a dj and everything else in final fantasy 14 now that you've kind of gone through this over the last year or so uh do you have any kind of advice to give out to people who might want to get into it um i would i my two biggest things that I tell everyone, well, there's a couple things. A, do it because you want to for fun. Don't do it because you want to make it big or you, you like want to be famous or because you're trying to make money. 
if you're not if you're doing it because you if you're not doing it because you don't love it you're gonna have a bad time <laughs> um second if you if you do want to like take it seriously do something to set yourself apart i think that's really important a lot of i think a lot of djs just come into it and they just like start it up and they just start doing it and um you know be having a niche definitely helps it's a big help and i'd also recommend club like before you decide to jump into being a dj experience it first and experience different aspects try bartending try being a bouncer try you know try out some of the other jobs i think you'd be really surprised how much you're going to learn before you even step into that like dj atmosphere of just trying out all the other parts you might even find something you like better and there's a lot that more that goes into clubbing than just like spinning some tracks or opening a venue i think there's a there's so much to see and do definitely take a couple weeks to experience it all then make up your mind totally totally will make you a better dj for it okay swage absolutely um yeah i also think like as far as the djing aspect of it goes like you know knowing your music loving the music that you play um because you're gonna have a better time playing that music and having a better time engaging with an audience that shares similar music tastes as you uh, and, and kind of just being true to yourself and um uh what was i say and then uh engaging your audience i think that's a uh, that's a big part that's of it huge. um you know be engaging and then when you're watching other streamers like you know learn from them don't just flat out copy someone but like you know what do you like about this streamer? Like, how can you incorporate something that they do and make it your own? Um, kind of on, on the artistic side, you know, mm -hmm. there's like, I always tell people, I'm like, yo, like, like if you want to see like good engagement, like watch, you know, watch yams, like dude is like crazy good with engagement. Um, or like, you know, uh, with building like a community and who's like being accepting and stuff, you know, check out Potate, check out Ali, check out, you know, razor wires check out um you know crossover and there's so many different styles like you know, crossover does tons of like hard style you know dj kid and she does like tons of dubstep um i'm a little bit all over the place i say mo mostly drum and bass but that's what i love and you know I, I love when people get super into the music because i'm really feeling it and i always tell people like get into it like feel that fucking music feel the set because that's how people know you're having a good time and if you're creating a good time for yourself it's a symbiotic relationship. And this is also true IRL. Like if you're only having as much fun or the audience is only having as much fun as you're having. So if you're having a good time, that energy feeds off into the audience, both IRL or on stream. Cause you can feel that in the chat. People are just going nuts, doing shots, having a good time. Um, uh, so I always, I always try to get those points across to anyone who's considering uh getting into streaming uh djing in final fantasy 14. okay yeah there was one other question and hopefully this is a quicker answer i don't want to keep you guys too long over time <laughs> no, uh, good, sorry I, and, and I don't you know you guys don't have to rush or anything but i i just want to ask this because it's something i didn't understand before you know kind of understanding how like the licensing for music and everything else works with streaming and all that other stuff uh but there's actually like it's not as horrible as maybe I thought it was in the past, uh, people might be afraid to get into it because they're like, well, how does that legality side of it work and everything else? Could you kind of explain that and how that works with Twitch? I mean, like, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. To be honest, like, 
Now, if you really want to get into details, like where's the legality of it, where people are going to see a DJ play IRL, mm-hmm. um, but they're also playing other people's tracks. So mm-hmm. why, so, but they're paying for the performance. What is different about Twitch? You know, mm-hmm. you know we're playing music. Music is, you know, some of it's not you know, what, copyrighted. I have original music. But I play a lot of, you know, music of other people. So, you know, they'll, they'll mute the uh, VODs sometimes, mm-hmm. which is like, I guess, okay. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I think it's just more of a perform. You're, you know, you're, you're watching a performance versus just listening to a playlist. You know, that's why right. I always want to try to get my, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of my vibe. I try to you know, introduce this performance aspect of it as if I was playing, you know, an IRL show. I try to bring that energy, whether it's IRL or in game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say some of our stuff falls under, depending on how much we're doing and what we're doing with the songs. Some of it can fall under creative commons of us just like remixing things to the point where it's original content now. But I actually emailed Twitch or not Twitch. I actually emailed the, there's a company called, they have the handle licensing. It's called ASCAP Performance License. And it's venues as technically, they're the ones who's supposed to have the license. And the email that I was sent back, because I asked about legal, I was like, hey, I you know just want to check and make sure everything I'm doing is kosher. Um, and I emailed Twitch and Twitch said they don't handle that. They, they, they said to email you guys. So what's up? And they were like, oh yeah, Twitch owns a license for live performances. So you're good. Yeah. So is, but the, and then that's what, but that's why they mute the VODs because the license doesn't cover recorded music. So when they catch something or their automatic system is like, this could be taken, co- this could be copyrighted. Mm-hmm. It just mutes it and then you're safe because then nobody can hear it in your VOD. But live performance, you're pretty much like, or at least from what I was told in my email, for live performances and music on Twitch, they are covered. That's good. But it so, doesn't yeah. cover recordings. That's the only thing. So you can still get got for a VOD potentially, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, it, I like we we I pay a lot for my music, and I know Swage pays probably a lot for his music, and some of those services offer licensing when you pay like subscriptions and stuff and pay for their music, and if for any reason somebody would like strike strikes your channel, then you just take your vods off, I guess you know. But mm-hmm. I I haven't seen any issues with other DJs getting copyright strikes or getting in trouble, like any vods that they have up, the sections that could be stricken or muted and anything that's original is unmuted and i mean it, i don't know some of your stuff might even be muted switch i don't know if your stuff's copyrighted or not or if it detects it as that i've had um i've had issues with like soundcloud where like i uploaded a I upload like i re-uploaded hectic just to like like send it to someone and then they're like this is copyright infringed i'm like this is my fucking Mine. song like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like um but yeah with twitch i mean I, I don't know. Like, uh, mm-hmm. if I think, you know, like, again, you know, there's a performance aspect into it. Um, and if you're going to go after people on Twitch, you'd have to, you know, by the same uh, standard, you have to, you'd have to go after people who are playing festivals, you know, mm-hmm. because it's a performance aspect. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Okay. That makes yeah, I'm sense. Not super- on that. No, that's fine. It's fine. It's kind of it's a it's a weird question. It's something I was thinking about before because I know Disney did some weird stuff a long time ago, but I think that got squashed and figured out in some way. I think uh, Patet, you would be right in that scenario where uh, the live performance perfectly fine doesn't matter. It's just those those vods. And so the two ways that people can handle it right is like turn doing something with your audio that makes it to where it doesn't hit the vod. Uh, yeah. And then there's another way of just making your VOD sub only or just not having VODs and you cancel that out. 
but uh, it, it should be fine, uh, at least with the live performance side of that. Uh, again, we are not lawyers, legal experts, just yeah. ad advising as uh, experience uh, with the experience that we have so far. Uh, but that's all being said, I won't keep you guys too much longer here. We can go ahead and start wrapping up. But this is probably a good spot to, uh, I know Switch, you did some shout outs, but if there's any other shout outs uh, that you want to do and uh, tell people kind of where they can find you and everything. Uh, yeah, big shout out to Razor Wires for getting me started in this scene. Um, dude is the man. Love that cat. Definitely check him out. He would be a great interview uh, to do as well because he, he would have a very unique take on this scene, kind of being one of the uh, you know founders, one of the... Um, uh, just the, who kind of started, got everything really kicked off. I know there was other DJs, but like he really um, took it to the next level. So he'd be, I would always recommend him. Um, but yeah, you can follow me at uh, twitter.com slash swage sound, twitch.tv slash swage sound, uh, SoundCloud. I got a bunch of remixes, Spotify. I got a bunch of music on there. Uh, feel free to check those out. Um, I'll be live tonight. Uh, I have a bunch of I have four sets tonight, I believe. And then, um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and yeah, just uh, a massive thank you to the whole community that has, you know, allowed me to do what I love and support my family doing it. And, you know, and Frosty, Mog Talk, thank you for having me. And Pote and Yems today. This has been mad fun. Always love, uh, always love talking about this scene and just how special it is to me and to the people that are, you know, involved in this community. And uh, yeah, I just I really appreciate it. Make sure you all following the Mog Talk as well. <laughs> Yeah, guys, the social links are there in uh, chat, too. You can just go ahead and click on it. If you're watching this on YouTube, they'll be in the description that you can go down and click on and follow uh, Swage and, you know, wherever you can find them. You could probably Google Swage Sound, and I bet you can find a lot of stuff <laughs> that will link directly to him. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, Bote, you want to go? Yeah, I uh, shout out to all my admins in the chat right now who are making sure I'm not being an idiot and saying stupid things. I really appreciate you guys. Uh shout out to like i lo love the admin team i wouldn't i wouldn't exist without my admin team y'all have saved me multiple times also shout out to yams for being here earlier and chit chatting with us what mm -hmm. a me um and i also want to say shout out to uh two really good friends one me actually me and swage are playing at a show together tonight later at one of them's place it's amelia amelia i would consider her a pretty big pillar of this community right now and she's absolutely shout out to amelia shout out to amelia like she's hosting a very well there's a big pool it's not just her there's a couple of venues it's like her and rain and cosmos and they're all coming together and it's a big event that they're having it's really really cool. they're all playing tonight there right yep we are we are all playing all there it is there it is so yeah I, I think i'm actually last so i play pretty late but we're all playing there it's gonna be a good time um amelia's great i also want to shout to a, a good friend of mine lilu Yi, who owns a club on aether and she's also a dj who's really really cool and really Lilu, yo yeah love love lilu um and, and a shout out to uh, moon pie my manager who uh <laughs> who helped me get my life together because before i was with moon pie she uh i was like double booking shows i was just like all over the place like with this crappy little schedule in my phone on like notes. I'm like, this is awful. She created this grid for me that I still use. I'm just like, oh, this everything's all organized. And like, so yeah, big shout out to Moon Pie, Mama Moon. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Potato, anyone uh, else? I'm trying to think. I mean, there's so many people. There's I could a lot of people. For a long time. <laughs> but yeah. those are the main. Yeah. I, I appreciate 
Yams and Swage for being here. Also, I appreciate Yams and Swage. You guys have been really supporting me recently. I know that uh, you know I'm doing that that thing that's going on. But I appreciate that. I am doing that the the thing. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens there. Yeah, you didn't get it. Oh yeah, you'll get it. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. it. It comes. If it makes you feel any better, I I didn't get partner for five six years. <laughs> it oh, just randomly man. they decided to give it to me at one point. I'm like, all right, cool. It's not like I do shows or you know shows every once in a while hitting thousands and thousands of people and host rate they just had these weird red tape things and eventually but i think the the format you guys are doing work out perfectly for that uh like it goes in line with what they're they're looking for and their automated bots kind of work well with it sometimes it can still be pretty bad but yeah uh I could talk a lot of crap about twitch but i'm gonna I'll, I'll hold on, I'll hold on. <laughs> but yeah both of you, thank you so much for coming on this show. And Yams, of course, who was here earlier. Uh, this was a really fun show to do. It's something I've been wanting to do for a little while. Um, I'm glad I could. And we need to... I I, I kind of almost want to do it again. And just like, there's so many really cool people in the scene to talk to. Uh, and I think it's going to be really awesome to try to incorporate this new... Uh, I'm trying to think of the... I'm not, I don't want to use the word asset... But it, it feels horrible to say that, but this new way of like amping up production to Final Fantasy XIV events, right? It's throwing in a DJ to it. And I think that people should take advantage of that if you're running events or you're doing anything else. Like LunarCon was a great example, I suppose, uh, in that scenario too. If you're doing things like that, it will help your events a lot just having some amazing uh, DJs out there. So uh, if you're running any of those things, reach out to some of the cool people in the community. Um, Pong but, Rocket in your chat. Shout out to them, by the way. That's another Lollafell DJ right there. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, and yeah, shout out to everyone who made this community. Shout out, of course, we already said it before, but the people who make the venues, the people who attend the venues, the people who manage the venues, who are out there just being part of it, uh, the housing uh, community who makes amazing, uh, just amazing set pieces for people to go and experience. It really does change people's lives. <laughs> it's weird saying that, but having a nice, safe place to go to is really crucial for a lot of people. Uh, and so thank you, everyone. Uh, I do. In terms of Mog Talk, by the way, I don't know what next week's show is going to be. I have some concepts and ideas and things. I'm working that out. Uh, next month's going to be a little bit weird. Uh, if you can see this thing above my head, we are, again, sponsored by Every Plate. A shout out to them. Sorry, guys, I haven't mentioned anything about Every Plate the entire show. But they are supporting Mog Talk and kind of things we're doing. If you guys want a meal kit, type an exclamation mark. Every Plate helps out the stream. All that great stuff. We're going to have some more sponsors, of course, coming down the line uh, to kind of help uh bring in funds for these events we have coming up <laughs> so we can do some really cool stuff uh but yeah and thank you everyone for uh coming and watching the show today um just in general i want to say this keep an eye on the mog talk twitter and uh my twitter personally there's going to be the next couple of this year has been pretty amazing overall uh, funny enough, because I, I had my daughter and I was out half of it, but it was still amazing. I mean, we raised like $75,000 for charities so far this year. Uh, we've done like a whole bunch of st- a ton of stuff with this uh, channel. Next year is going to be a little bit crazier with some of the stuff that I, is in the pipeline. I'm excited to share for, with you guys when it comes up, but it's going to be over the next couple of months, few months before you know any of it. But let you know it's there. Um, and 
if that's it, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up and then we will get this posted up to YouTube as soon as possible and we will raid somebody. So stick around on the channel. Uh, I'm going to let Swage and Potate tell me who to raid after we get offline here. Oh, jeez. Uh, they're going to have to figure it out. Uh, so hold on for that. And until next time, remember, be good. Keep cool. Stay frosty. Haha, <laughs> said it. All the good stuff. You guys wave and say bye. Massive love. Thank you, Frosty. Montag, yeah. Potate. Love you guys. <laughs> Potate, I don't have you guys my hands turned on. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, it's okay. <laughs>